Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to another episode of Bengals Brews. I am Dale Altman, joined by my co-host Arrow, Derek Davis, the Orange Penis, the Purple-Headed Yogurt Slinger, whatever y'all want to call him. Um, <laughs> oh, so anyways, we, we are getting we are getting the the game started right off the bat, huh? Yeah, let's go off the rails right away. But uh, <laughs> we got we're gonna have quite a few guests tonight. I'm pretty sure, but you know our. Uh, our our main course here is the Goodberry Brothers. How are we doing, boys? So hey, they got man. their main course right out there. Our main course. We got some wings, fucking wings right here. We do it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Go, let's go ahead and get the Glenn rundown because it wouldn't be a show without getting the Glenn Goodberry rundown of the food and what we're starting with drinking. That's right. So Joe brought the wings today, and he brought Duff's. Duff's is great. So we've got uh, medium sauce wings, traditional sort of buffalo style here. And uh, the medium is actually kind of hot. So I, I'm already coughing a little bit on my first wing in. It's got a little sweetness. <clears throat> yeah. A little, little sweet heat. And then we yeah. got our, you know, this is the, we got to stay healthy too. So we got some blue cheese. Fuck that ranch. See that blue cheese? <laughs> That's a good and then uh, carrots and celery. I don't know if you like threaded water sticks. I'm, I don't fuck with the celery. I like the celery. And then we have this is called Ruby Red Kolsch. It's made by Genesee Brewing. It's a Western New York thing. Uh, it's a seasonal beer. It's grapefruit flavored. And oh, yeah. It's a spring and summer only beer. And it just, it, it re-dropped a couple just weeks dropped. ago. Spring's here. Hot yeah, shit just dropped. Uh-huh. Well, is is spring here actually for you guys? Because I've seen some snow pictures earlier. But how was today? Today was okay. 65. I went for a bike ride. It was pretty nice. Tomorrow we're going to be 75 to 80. So now are we talking? When we say bike ride, are we talking bicycle or are we talking bicycle? Yeah, I got I got okay. a murdered out all black beach cruiser and I, I run. You didn't see that? He's Debo of the neighborhood. I'm Debo. Oh, is he? Okay, okay. Suburban Niagara Falls here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hide your wife, hide your kids, you know. <laughs> I'm snatching wallets. I'm snatching uh, TVs, James. chains. We don't really mm-hmm. have chains out here. It's more so uh, tailgates. So I'm stealing tailgates from your pickups. 
<laughs> get into our buddy Hoss in the chat, which anybody that comes in the chat, like we're going to do the jackpot Joey giveaway thing. If you guys have mm -hmm. seen that, um, just through it, I'll go through it later. I'm not going to write it all down now, but give your prediction. Whoever joins the chat, give your prediction on who you think could be the pick at 31 or the, you know, if we trade down or trade up, it's just pick a player. Like we're yeah. not going to be like, Oh, no one won because we traded back. Ha ha ha. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to do exactly. that. Um, I want to know how many uh, Matt or Isaac picks we got in the first round. Well, only Jake. He might Jeff, join us Jeff, later. I was going to say, Jeff Turnipole, where are you at? <laughs> I, I sent Jake Lesko a link, and he, so he may join and give us prediction. I have a feeling he will not go that way. Yeah. No, Jake's right. cool. He'll join. <laughs> but uh, so we're going to talk about these shoes because I'm obsessed with them, apparently. <laughs> first in the glam but now i'm thinking I, i'm thinking i have to get them even if it's just for a joke you have to at least wear them when for the buffalo game when we when we all go down there no they're not even orange well how much are these i bet they're expensive 150 dollars is what okay. i heard my question is do they come in more than one color well they, they would have to because i don't want the yellow if it's yellow yeah. i mean because what can you right. do with that as the base I'll be honest, yeah. Duke Tobin wore those black and yellow sneakers to a pro day, and I was like, what is this shit? <laughs> Anyone else feel that? I didn't see it. I don't know. I saw it on a picture. He was sitting down and you know at the 40 doing the, the, the timer, and I'm like, look at this. I share a lot of sneaker picks through my Twitter, and obviously mm -hmm. I, got, I got a lot of Bengals friends. I get fucking roasted when I post anything black and yellow, and I love black <laughs> and yellow sneakers. Yeah. Like, Fuck we have to roast you like it's mandatory, though. I mean, it's I nothing personal. The Pirates and the Steelers. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Right. So it's like double. Their city's black and right. yellow. Well, I, like, I mean, and the Penguins. I'm just saying the Reds, the, Penguins. the Reds and the Penguins. I love when cities, I love when cities color coordinate. I wish oh, I agree. did it. Yeah. Well, I at least want like a USFL team that we could name the Tigers and they're just yeah. tiger striped. And, yeah. you know, maybe they could come out with mm -hmm. some of the cool helmets like we were talking about. Like, Derek, uh, Derek wants the black helmet, and Joe, yeah. you were saying you wanted the, the, white, the white one as an alternate. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like I, – I just love the whole um, Halloween theme, Ohio Ooh. State. They do it every year. They got the, the whole blackout thing going on. And – with us being black and orange, I just think that, or orange and black, I just think that would be, that would be sweet. Do a nice, uh, the media content for all that would be awesome. No, I agree. That would be cool for like a one and one or two year time, uh, you know, event yeah. every year. Uh, but you know, like my logical brain is going like tigers aren't black with orange stripes. They're orange with black stripes. I even like in the Jersey, the black Jersey with the orange stripes. I don't even like that, but I like mm -hmm. kind of have to think of it as like, it's not. It's the negative is the orange, and the black surrounding it is the black stripe. So it, you know, it's right. just, it just that's how I get through it. But a white helmet with the whole white, that would look, man, that'd be amazing. I remember when yeah. uh, the NFL switched over to Nike and from Reebok ten or so years ago, and I remember having a conversation with Joe about because Oregon, you know, and Nike's yeah. out in Beaverton, and um, Oregon always had these crazy combos. And would they bring sort of that? Um, flair to the NFL, especially you got traditionalists with the NFL and the uniforms and things like that. And yeah. um, unfortunately, they went with the helmet rule, the single helmet rule right around that time for studies. And 
sort of really put a kibosh on any sort of like advanced creativity that Nike might be able to do with some of these mm-hmm. teams. And w- I wonder if we'll get that at some point. Get something crazy. Allowed- yeah, get something crazy. Right. Like I literally just bought a black Josh Allen jersey. I've never seen anything like it. And I saw I was- that today. That was pretty sweet. It's pretty awesome. And I was thinking, could the Bills do a full black, a black helmet and like yeah. a full black uniform and then pull yeah. off the red, uh, white and blue on top of that? I think right. that would mm-hmm. that would be like set. Ohio State type when they, you know, when they, yeah. that'd be a good feeling. When you started, say, go ahead, Derek. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to yeah. say, and maybe that's my, like he said, Ohio State bias coming in. But yeah, throwing in the all black Buffalo Bills with the, the little bit of blue and a little bit of red and then just. That old school Buffalo Bills red helmet was what I was thinking of. You know, how awesome would that be? The red helmet? You're uh, the 90s helmet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm hoping we get a 90s uh, uniform for homage to those early 90s Super Bowl teams, obviously. But Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, they could wear this. I think their uniform looks close enough to that, anyways. I think they could wear that with a red helmet. They could, but I really like there is something about that aesthetic of that, that Jim Kelly. Like, don't Era. half-ass it, go full forward. Yeah, just go. They got the money. They can do it. It don't matter. It's the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, how much money are they spending on their stadium this year? Uh, $1.4 billion is the, uh, the price. Trump change. Trump yeah, they're yeah. talking about opening it in 2026 is going to be mm. the first game. Okay. Wow. I was just going to say – I thought what you were saying with the shoes, though, like Bengals fans, je- I'm jealous because you guys have so many sweet, like, com- there's so many Nike combinations mm-hmm. of, like, the blue and the red that I'm just, oh, like, in love with. Yeah. What, you talking uh, the Bills uniforms right now? Well, no, or- just Nike yeah, shoes in general, in general Nike, like the shoe yeah. game. Oh, like, So I find it tough, honestly, for, like, a, a red, white, and blue, something that I really like. I get a lot of navy like blue colors, but really hitting that Buffalo Bills. That's blue. right. You got to get the right blue. You got to get the right blue. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing a Buffalo Bills Nike right now, actually. These are dope. These are these are what the trainers wore last year on field. They're the uh, Nike Zoom Pegasus 38s, and they say Bills inside. <clears throat> Excuse me. Nice. These are super comfy, so I don't know. They The Bengals ones, they sold out in, like, September yeah. last year, and you'll ne- mm-hmm. never saw them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, hoping to get me a pair, and then I was like, eh, they'll be around, but hey, there he is. Yeah, I uh, I wanted to bring Cap in because he's advertised as another of our main guests here, and he texted me a minute ago and was like, hey, I don't have a link. I, I thought I sent him one on Twitter, so I just sent him one <laughs> straight up through text. My my bad, Cap. Hey, it's all good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah, we can. All right, man, I miss you guys. Me? What's up, Cap? It looks like I wore the appropriate hat. That's nice it. hat, yeah. Like Very nice. You got the great color, too. That gray combo is uh, pretty mm-hmm. tight. That one is six. Yeah. Yep. Wait, we're just looks talking like- about alternates. Man, it, one day the Bengals go with a gray if they want to do a, you know, something crazy, yeah. something weird. Because the orange, black, and gray just look so good. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they released those those uh, limited edition jerseys that, this year, didn't mm-hmm. they? He's got I the got one. chase. And it looks oh, good. okay. Yeah, yeah that would be pretty color. Pretty great looking, but uh, Captain, it looks like you're drinking a little uh, little mead right there, a little brimming horn. Absolutely, uh, orange blossom. The, the the wife just ordered uh, orange blossom, and funny enough, now I'll pause for effect. The wife ordered slow, deep, and hard. Oh, I will repeat. <laughs> 
I don't know if she's trying to tell me something or what. But well, I thought I thought maybe it was about the podcast. I was gonna say I got slow. Yeah, I, got the slow I, I, I was gonna say you're definitely not looking at me for any for anything, deep, but uh, this is what this is what I'm sipping on right here. This is called a uh, Redneck Riviera whiskey. It's it's pretty good stuff. Um, I I thought it was a bourbon when I grabbed it, but for just being just a regular whiskey, it's not too bad. Nice. Yeah, th- this isn't the, uh, the as good as the uh, King of the North, but it's still mm-hmm. got that nice orange pop. So I like it. Finally yeah. got a little bit of weather to enjoy it. Yeah, I know. I I, uh, I don't know if you can see it or not. I got a little too much weather today. We, you guys uh, are we had to go out and sunburn. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. The sunburn's a big flex know. to us Buffalonians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it snowed a few days ago. Yeah. I, I saw that there was a, a bunch of snow traffic jam somewhere. Was, was that was that you guys that shared that? I didn't share any snow traffic jams. Easter morning, oh, okay. I went out to smoke some meat at 5 in the morning, and I was out there in a blizzard. <laughs> yeah, I was, I like, that. surrounded by flurries, and it was, like, 30 degrees. And I was like, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Dale, what are, you, what are you sipping on over there? Uh, I've got an ice cold Miller Lite, uh, and sponsored by Anheuser Busch, um, the, the nectar of the gods. Um, shout out Miller Lite, although you won't interact with me on Twitter. So I'm about to switch. My elite, I'm up. Yeah, I can't be bought off. Out somebody, no, every... somebody sends me a fucking free twelve pack. <laughs> They've got my loyalty. Yeah, talk to Kenny about the uh, Keystone thing. Oh, I don't, exactly. Oh, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. I might get old Milwaukee coming to me. I might get you guys getting natty light sent to you. I'm gonna say you got natural light coming here, coming your way. I could do natty light. Give me a sponsorship. Let's do the natty ice. Give me the 5.0. Yeah, I was gonna say the last time I had a natty light, I was uh, about 10 minutes from your house, Dale. What happened? <laughs> I'm just saying. I was. Sitting, I was. A, I was. It was what? Twelve years ago? Thirteen? Years oh, ago? you were down. You were down here in the Portland yeah, area. So yeah. you're saying it's like a. You're trying to talk shit about my area. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Hey, they got they got a good steakhouse out there. The river, man, it's the best. Yeah. All right, let's bring Santori on because we've had him in the background the whole time. I at yep. least want to bring him on and get his prediction for 31. We may have a few other people pop on and get their prediction, you know, I here have, and there. I have zero prediction for 31. I have no oh, idea what the hell Then why the hell are you here? The first thing he was going to say was that right there. It, it just depends. I have no idea what, what the board's going to do. It's not like when we're picking one or five, you have no clue, man. I'm going to remove you already. You're going to be the shortest-lived stick. Listen, you... Listen, I'm already the least popular person here. I know that. What? I don't know. That's that. That would have to be me because I. I don't have. You the hot stole the show have. with your like sheep riding skills. Farm actually. segment. Whatever the hell oh. that was. Hey, Jess. Jess in the background. Got <laughs> um, <off> Sonic. <laughs> I mean, in in all honesty, it's I've got a list of like five guys that are for there. I would be okay mm-hmm. with. Um, the thing that keeps throwing me off is, you know, the, the prophet Malik keeps saying we're going to go defense, but if Linderbaum's there, I'd be okay with Linderbaum. 
You know, I, I feel like Kyler Gordon would be maybe a little bit of a reach in some boards, but I'd be okay with him. Um, I personally like Logan Hall. I've been banging that drum. I have a really good feeling he's probably going to be there, and that kind of fits. I hate to say the M.O. of the Bengals. It's not really their M.O., but they don't have a whole lot of needs. But I feel mm-hmm. like interior defensive line, specifically the pass rush, is a huge point of emphasis that they still need to work on. For sure. And yeah. he's flexible. And we've seen with the defensive line, especially with Hubbard and Sample, that they like guys that are flexible. So if I had to hitch my wagon to someone I really want, it's Logan Hall. But there could be better options. So that's kind of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're going Logan Hall. Sure. All <laughs> right. That makes the conversation easier. <laughs> no, I just want to, you know, we, we're going to have some people in and out. Uh, brother, we'll have you back on sometime. I know you're going to be on with us next Saturday, right? For yes, our sir. recap episode. Mm-hmm. All right, Santori. Love go. you, buddy. Hang on. Don't go. If you want, oh, I'm sorry. Joe, Joe's got something. For Santori, yeah. So, like, I, we've interacted a long time on Twitter, right? And I'm yeah. for the Thursday night game. It's I've way after midnight at this point. And I'm walking with my with my wife. Was it that the oh, – no, 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 this is the uh, – Jacksonville Jaguars. He just yeah. told us this <laughs> over the last weekend. <laughs> right, never mind, man. Go ahead. You guys are no, no, no. He didn't no, tell us ahead. all of go it. Ahead. No, you go. So, we're walking, and, you know, I hear Joe Goodberry, and I'm like, and he's like, Santori Miles. And I'm like, oh, great, buddy. And, you know, so we, we hug real quick and, and keep it moving. But, like, it's like, you know, one of those things where it's a guy I've interacted for a long time. So I'm happy to see him and happy, happy to talk to him again. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm coming off of a 10-hour shift at work and I want to die. But beyond that, Ooh. I'm doing great. <laughs> That's how it goes. Well, we were saying, like, Glenn, super cool. We were actually pumping up Glenn toward the end of this podcast <laughs> oh, episode really cool. we did. Me and Santori <laughs> and Derek did. And then, like. And he's like, yeah, but Joe's cooler than Glenn. So <laughs> he said, well, he said because I Glenn hugged me outside of this game. No, Joe hugged me. Glenn no, did not. Joe, and Glenn did Love not you. hug you, even though you probably didn't say I hi to Glenn. Was, and Glenn's a hugger. I am a hugger. I was trash. That cap that night with you at the blind pig. Dude, I loved it. You gave me some of the darkest shit I've ever had. I was ready to throw up in a potted plant out there by the. I was, was like, that was like, we're doing shots. I'm like, let's do shots. I get the, the Tron XO. It's like motor oil. What was that? <laughs> what was that that you had? Patron XL. It's like coffee tequila. Oh my god! I was I was about to say it sounded if it came from Cap, it was probably tequila or bourbon. Jesus, I took this shot. I have turned green. I had to get out of there. He still talks about it. He's like, I got so fucked up that night. Fucked up. <laughs> a couple months, he didn't want to get hammered. I was sober at that Jags game. I, w- I went in. I didn't have. I was drinking Coca-Cola that night mm-hmm. just for the caffeine. Oh, yeah. But, all right, same Tory. We'll talk to you Tory next week, all right? Shot of hot sauce. He's doing it right now. Oh, yeah. Doing? Just drinking hot sauce. Oof. And on that, he's out. Peace. See you, Santori. <laughs> I feel bad I didn't hug him, too. I wish I would have. Well, I remember that. Uh, right. He did. No, it's weird because we just recorded like an episode to drop. It wasn't like a yeah. like a live episode or anything. We were just like last Friday night recorded like, hey, let's do a all 32 team first round mock because we're nerds. Well, not really Derek, but me and Santori especially. I, I'm trying my best. I'm at yeah. this point I'm I'm ready for it to be over. I'm ready to see the guys that we got and go from there. But 
But we were kind of talking about like, oh, what we got coming up, you know, next week. And yeah, he said you hugged him, Joe, and Glenn didn't. He remembered. You remember all the hugs you don't get. It was yeah. weird to me. Man. Yeah, I know. Exactly. The whole yep. situation You owe him a hug, Glenn. Yeah. You do owe him a hug. I'll, I'll see him when the Bills come, come to town. The plan mm-hmm. is to head down to Cincinnati for that. I've got a couple weekends that I can't make. So when the schedule drops, I'm hoping Hopefully. it's a good weekend. Yeah. And I can come down with Joe. We'll bring our wives again. Make a little weekend of it. Should be a good time, and I'll hug anybody that wants hugs. Which, uh, speaking of the schedule drop, what are you guys? Uh, are you guys going to do anything big for the schedule release and and you know have a party and all that for all that? Who the fuck does something big for a schedule release? <laughs> Damn, hey, Dale, I, I will say him. this. I will say this. Jamar has me thinking, and as much as I hate to say it. it I think he dropped a little hint, hint about the uh, – sounds like the New Orleans game is going to be in London. And I don't know if, if, if he heard something or he was just speaking about it, but it sounds like that that, might, that game very very well might be at the uh, – where what, what's the Coliseum there? I can't I can't think of the name of it now. Wembley? Where's Jamar from? Is he from the other? Or the other. Uh, I think – Cottingham? Is it Wembley? Oh, yeah, yeah, that one, that one. The potty like, ham or whatever. Yeah. Chase, Chase is Louisiana guy, like, and then yeah. went to LSU. I, I hope they don't move that one to I London because that'll be so much fun. Well, he or something about yeah, I was going to, playing at yeah. home or I don't remember. Yeah, he he it's tweeted. Uh, he tweeted. Yeah. Man, I I can't wait to play in front of all my all my friends or something like that. And then like. It was like an hour later he tweeted, well, sounds like it might be in London or, or something. I can't remember um, the exact tweets, but the feeling I and get then is he said, I in London, so let's hope not, right? I mean Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, got, that's we got true. friends over there, so you know, hopefully for them, but for everyone I've, else. I've been hearing rumblings that the the Bills could or the Rams could open against the Bills in LA on that uh, Thursday night game. You got the Vaughn Miller coming back. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Buffalo's kind of high right now, and then the, the champs usually open it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm hearing as far as any releases at this point. That'd be fun. No, yeah, no offense, sorry. No, the, the champs. <laughs> I, I still, I, I feel like we won. No, no. I, <laughs> All right, I got. I've got a couple questions uh, that I had written down, which I sent this stuff to to Glenn earlier. Sorry, Cap, I didn't send you anything. Um, <laughs> not even a link. <laughs> not even a link. So, for the good berries first, if you guys ever got in a fight, who did win? Or if you would get in a fight now, who'd, who'd, who would common, win? This is such a common Have we ever been into a fight? Oh, we'll forget it then. What do you mean? Like doing As kids. Yeah, but we haven't been in anything. No, we don't fight. We have fought side by side more than we've ever fought each other. That's That's good brothers right there. All right. Well, uh, so, Kat, I was going to ask you, the Twitter hiatus, is it it almost over? Why did you – you just wanted to take a break? Is that something you normally do? And before you speak on that, I want to know how somebody does something like that because I've I've tried – and, Dude. You know, every now and then I'll check in and out, but it's that takes some real perseverance, in, in my opinion. So, I I don't like social media. I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hated it, and and 
I'm there because like I you, you see the power. You, you get with good fans, you meet good people, and we we honestly have built a machine on Twitter. Bengals fans are, are monsters now. We still got some growing. You know, we're not Bills fans yet, but we can get there. Where before it's like you know, people just rolled all over us and everybody took it and and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm tired of that. And especially now that I mean, hey, we, we should have won the Super Bowl. So we deserve the respect. People are still gonna talk shit, but you know, whatever. Um, but other than that, man, it just it's work. Now, mm-hmm. you know, talking with friends and uh, friends, you know, everybody here. And there's so many people that I mean, I mean, I, I could literally name 50, 60 people that I've missed. And whoa, what's that? It sounded like old school Pac-Man or something. <laughs> In my headphones, I don't know. Is that a breeze? The wind? I don't know. It's why well, it's been blowing the whole time here. So if this is the first thing we heard, then. I don't think it's me, but um, yeah, they, I, I have anxiety because I looked at my DMs and there's there's got to be at least four or five hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to take it. So I did send the link. You just did look no, hard no, enough. I checked. <laughs> I checked. I think I sent it from the Bengals and Bruce account. Yeah, go look. You didn't. You no, said, fuck. here's the link and I no link. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely could see myself doing that. So I ain't even going to look because I guarantee you're right. He's been yeah, if I responded, well. I said, no, there's no link. But uh, no, it, it, you know, mental break. You know, sometimes yeah. it, the, the trolls, having the ability to pretty much track down anybody and do horrible things digitally, <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a gift and a curse. Scary. And it plays my head. So it's like some of the people that have, have been in my, I'm like, you know what? I, I need to take a break. I need to, you know, step away a little bit. And uh, it's nice. It, it really is. Plus, I cried so much in the month of January. Oh, and February. Um, I did a lot of crying. Uh, it was it was good to kind of like step away. Um, two things. I've, I've some crazy cybersecurity stuff at work that's been awesome. And I got sucked into Elden Ring. And I'll tell oh, you what, yeah. man, I should have never picked that game up. It mm-hmm. was, yeah, it got me. It got me bad. I'm not playing, like, musical chairs with the <laughs> pictures, but I was going to remove Derek because he got up. And then, yeah. like, Joe's face was literally behind the logo, so I had to do yeah. something there. Yeah, I uh, I had to open a window and turn the fan on. It's like a damn hot box back here. <laughs> Yeah, are you saying you shit yourself? Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, I had to waft everything, get everything, you know, all that smoked meat that I had earlier today. You know, I asked, Sarah, I, asked, I asked Sarah if she wanted some of my smoked meat, and she she said no. So. Hey, little doggy, this is BB. Oh, there's BB. She's looking like she's enjoying the the beautiful weather too. Oh yeah, she'll be celebrating her first birthday coming up. Oh, awesome! All right, should we get into some draft talk? We have spent a half an hour. I couldn't recap the past half an hour. Yeah, I was going to say half an hour just bullshitting. Yeah, let's, let's talk hey, a little yeah. draft yeah, if you guys want to. 
Oh yeah, we gotta get what Cap's eating Cap's and eating something. What's he eating? Yeah. He's got a hot dog. He's got a glizzy there. No, that looks like a well. burrito. We should guess first. It's a it's a Philly cheesesteak. I'm going. With. <laughs> I'm going with a glizzy. Is that a Five Guys burger? That's Wendy's. Sonic. I'm going with Sonic. Oh, uh, I didn't get it in before you said anything. We don't have that. Hey, we got a couple. Well, I mean, I've been I've been flagging this, so yeah. Oh, is the drink a regular pop, or is that like one of their slushies or milkshake? Uh, cheesecake Oreo. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, I could never wash a burger down with a milkshake. I think that's uh, some upper level shit, to be honest. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just <laughs> triple fist, you know, whatever. White fist keeps putting stuff down in front of me. I'm so fucking thirsty from this burger. I'm gonna suck down this fucking chocolate milkshake. I feel like yeah. this is the first time we've talked about triple fisting since last weekend <laughs> on the show. <laughs> well, considering this is a weekly podcast, it, it's kind of an everyday occurrence for us, you know. No, I do believe that's the first reference to triple fisting. Okay, good job, Cap. First one. <laughs> Leave it to me. <laughs> All right. So I feel like because this can go both ways with, uh, well, see, shit. God. There we go. Triple 15 yeah. going both ways. This is this is getting way out of hand. Anyways, the Bengals and the Bills, I feel like have both have a need at cornerback. Yeah. So <laughs> let's get into talking about some of the top <laughs> cornerback prospects and maybe who we think is the best fit for each of those teams. Before we start, let's just start off with something that um, I was kind of wondering. Do you see the Bills drafting a first-round running back right off the grid? Um, in my opinion, I would say no. I don't see it. They could. I, it depends on what how they value it, right? I don't mm-hmm. – I think they do need to lean towards a situation where they can allow Josh – to carry the ball less, but also Devin Singletary really was able to step up a little towards the end of last year. How confident are they in Devin Singletary? They're not confident in Zach Moss, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't think it's worth the first round pick to them. I think they're looking corner. And because we don't, we still don't know what Trey White, how he, how quickly he's going to come back, how well he's going to come back and how strong losing Wallace to the Steelers. It's a situation where they, I think they need a cornerback right now. And I think, you know, if the cards fall right and the player they like up there at 25 is there, I think it's going to be corner. And if it's not corner, it's not going to be running back. It's probably going to be wide receiver. But I still yeah. think it's going to be corner. And I don't think so, in other words, Derek, what he wants to say is, like, I ask a question about cornerback, and then you come in and jump in. And it's fucking well, no, I, that's not the answer. So you could have just fucking let him answer the fucking question about fucking cornerback, and we could have started talking hey, about cornerback. Listen, I know everybody's talking oh, right now because the Reds can't win a freaking game. Oh, I don't I give a shit about that. But but we need to tone it down a little bit, you know. Well, stop interrupting my questions with other questions. All right, now back to cornerback. Back to cornerback. Yes. You know how to open it. I do know how to open it. I want to I want to flex these guys a little something if I can open it. There it is. I got I put I picked this up. I'm an Atlanta Braves fan, and they did a, a giveaway. I went right to eBay when they did their World Championship ring. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. 
You know what? I might. I, I, hey, I'm That's open quality. to a new team when it comes to baseball. Like, but yeah, I was going to say the thing. accepting applications. <laughs> the most, the most enjoyable thing for baseball to me is like taking my kids to a game or yeah. you know stuff like that. Like, honestly, it always has been. Or you know, before my dad passed away, like going to a game with him, um, just stuff like that. And it's like, so if you don't have that and they're not putting a product on the field and trying to win, I'm just like, ah, man, I don't want to give you any of my money. Like that's yeah. where I'm at with it. Yeah. It I blows uh, my mind. All the Reds fans that would bash the Bengals. And then here we are. Yeah. You know, it's not a lot of them. I'm not saying that it was white, yeah. but you know, I definitely felt like people were pushing that since he was a, a baseball town and would trash the Bengals at any chance. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah, and right before we get into the draft talk, I did want to say with the Reds, you know, we're we're gonna have it for everybody watching. We're, we'll have Mo Egger on tomorrow at three o'clock. Is that yes. is that right, Dale? Three. Yeah, but I yeah. honestly I don't even and, really want to talk about the Reds. With no, them. well, I'll, like, I all I was going to say was at the beginning. What was it? Monday. I tweeted out. I said, "Man, could you imagine if the Reds didn't win a game?" By the time we talk to Mo Edgar on Saturday, and look where we're at. I mean, it's just – it's rough. It, it really is. And you got guys wearing brown paper bags and Phil Castellini getting all pissed off and telling them to take them off and everything else. It's like, come on. Yeah. But anyways, back to the cornerbacks. But back to – yeah, before we were rudely interrupted, but, you know. So, uh, Joe's <laughs> kind of our expert on quarterback rankings. And, well, just everything. I don't know. The, uh, draft everything. <laughs> so, rank rank these players for me, Joe, if you don't mind. Booth, Elam, Gordon, uh, McCreary. Booth, Elam, Gordon, and McCreary. Uh, I, I have tape grades for each one of those, but then I have uh, grades factoring in. Uh, their age, their athleticism, their production and on the field. Their maybe fit for teams, too, if you want to, like, course, you know. Yeah. There's a difference between the Bills and the Bengals, You, if you wouldn't mind mentioning that. Yeah, uh, based on tape, I have it as uh, Elam, number one, and then I would have Booth, number two. I would have Gordon, number three, and McCreary, number four. Uh, based on bringing in size, athleticism, their age, their production, uh, factors like PFF's grading and consensus board. I've got a formula that brings it all together and gives me one number at the end. It goes Gordon, Elam, uh, McCreary, and then Booth. Booth is last out of that. Out of out of those four guys for 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 Bills and Bengals, really, could you see where any of those four would would make sense for him and, and be oh, yeah. a good pick at thirty one and at um, where you guys are? You guys 24? 25. 25. 25. Yeah. He, he asked me the other day on Twitter. Uh, he, he misconstrued what the Bills were asking. They were holding a contest of who do you think the Bills are going to take? And he goes, Hey, who do you think? And I said, Kyler Gordon, uh, corner mm-hmm. of Washington. And I think for the way they are, they're a cover four team. They really don't care about speed too much. They're not going to get beat over the top either way, the, the way they play. Gordon's the slowest of those guys at a four, five, two. Uh, but tremendous mm-hmm. in zone, best feet, best quickness. Uh, tremendous tackler, super smart dude, well coached at Washington. I think that's everything they would like. So I, you know, I think Gordon goes. I think Gordon. When you look at the list of the twenty-five or whatever it was, guys that got invited to the combine, he, I think, was the surprise. But I think that's because mm-hmm. he's going top. 
you know, 30 at least. I'd be surprised if he was still there for the Bengals at 31. Um, yeah. On the other hand, the Bills probably need speed really bad, and the fastest guy of that group is Kyrie Elam. Uh, mm-hmm. so I, don't, I don't think that'd be a bad thing if they added the, the faster guy and said, let's go with that. Cause, you know, you think of that Chiefs game. Yeah. Tyreek Hill catches that 15-yard slant, goes 64 yards, and he's waving at guys as he's running past them. He's not like, even that, that like you violent. said, it's tough for Buffalo to get beat deep. So right. So that's why they're not worried like about hell. speed. Right. So right. Um, I think for the Bengals, though, I think all those guys, you look at their history and the way that, that they draft that corner. They're kind of been all over the map. I mean, Duke Tobin's been there 20-something years now. We can kind of get a good uh, idea. He's drafted, He's been in the room when they drafted 17 corners at this point now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you can get a good idea of what they like and what they look for. They typically prefer speed. They don't care about the length. So a guy like Trent McDuffie and Roger McCurry, who have T-Rex arms, they don't care. They probably wouldn't bother them at all. Uh, they like guys that will tackle. They like ball production. And they would like uh, fast guys. So. I don't know if that takes Gordon out of the running because he's so athletic and so agile. I think he reminds me of Leon Hall without that 4-4 speed that Hall had. Uh, at the same time, I think if you ask me right now who I think they're going to pick at 31, I don't know if we're at that point in the show, but I think it's Kyler Elam will still be there. And uh, and I think he makes a lot of sense for what they do. Now, how high do you do you see him on, like, if you were in the, the draft room for the Bengals, how high do you think you would – Elam would be on their board because I know when they've talked about whenever they pick a player, like they're not going to have a guy at 35 or 40. Right. They're picking at 31. Chances are on their board, they're going to be picking a guy that's 14, 15, 16, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's hard to say. Um, I think, you know, everything you look at when you, when you see what they typically like, I don't think there's a perfect corner this year. I think it'd probably be Andrew Booth if he had attested. But they've never drafted a corner that hasn't tested since uh, Tobin's been in there. I think they value the athleticism, or at least knowing. So, uh, you know, on tape, I think Booth is probably the best fit. And I think that's probably why he got mocked so many times and a lot of fans got into Andrew Booth. But when he doesn't test at all, the last guy they tested was that they drafted at corner was in 1994. Uh, so I just don't think it's going to happen it, it, with him. I think he's going to get valued later. So it's I don't think there's a perfect scheme fit or perfect fit within there what they normally draft. Other than speed, Kyler Gordon is like the exact average of everything they do in, in terms of size. In terms of athleticism, the average guy they draft is exactly Kyrie Elam. Okay. I mean, great answer. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So I'm thinking Bills, and uh, I mean, they could go with any of those guys that you said and great rundown. But uh, I, I think their second biggest need is probably wide receiver. So, yeah. who do you like? Because I don't think we're going to go receiver near as early, so we're really talking a lot of different prospects if we're talking Bills wide receivers options and Bengals wide receiver options. But I want to start off and do Bills wide receiver options because that's probably – I think it's a almost the first-round need. If they don't go corner, I think it's going to be wide receiver. Or second round. You know, right, I think they're going to draft – Wide receiver first, second round. I think they're one, two, is yeah. corner and wide receiver. Right, where I think the Bengals is corner and then defensive line, defensive tackle probably. And for the Bills, it's corner and wide receiver. So it can come off the board either way that way. Yeah, uh, this guy just made the comment, I guess, where I was almost headed toward what I think would be fun for Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would Williams, be. Yeah. he's yeah. the fastest, most electric. I mean, he's Tyreek Hill for, you know. The, everyone's looking for the Tyree kill. Who's the guy this year? That's yeah. how the Bengals end up taking John Ross number nine, right? That's how it happens. Every team's mm-hmm. looking for that guy. Uh, but he's 
he took towards ACL in the final game. So that's why he'd be there at 25. Sure. Um, but yeah. he should be back in time, you know, halfway through the year, at least be up, back up to full speed. Freak. I remember watching Martin Emerson, who's a corner. Um, Mississippi State. State. Yeah. yeah. Like, and he's not the fastest dude anyway. So he's like trying to play off coverage on Jamison Williams. And it's a little hook route, like 12 yards. Williams catches it, turns, and they're like face to face with like a three yard cushion. And he doesn't touch him. He goes 70 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, man, like to, just getting a guy like that. And and the Bills probably have a luxury, or maybe every, every team doesn't. They wouldn't have to throw him in and, and make sure he starts right away. You know, because they've got three, four deep at receiver right now at sure. signing Jamison Crowder. Uh, they could probably slowly bring him into that spot. But And the only reason he might fall to 25 is because of his injury. And yeah. I just feel like – that could be best player available for the Bills. It could be staring him down. What's your thoughts, Glenn? Like, uh, do you know anything about Jamison Williams at all? That would that you know, excite you, or would you rather you know, have a corner? Yeah. Would um, for as far as wide receiver goes, obviously the Bills need. I think somebody. We just said like the Tyreek Hill type. You know, dude, mm-hmm. you're trying to sort yeah, of tight. I think they're yeah, they're so bad at catch. that. Is the biggest weakness on offense. Yeah, and. It, they do have Isaiah McKenzie who's pretty quick, who's fast, but they don't have like a blazing fast wide receiver. So having somebody with that sort of speed and extra gear and, um, you know, can create and, and make those yards after the catch. Mm-hmm. So if this Williams is that guy, yeah, you can do that. then, uh, you know, I'd be excited to see something. So yeah. yeah. See next Thursday night, next Friday. See how it goes. Yep. Yeah, we're we're getting down to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Cap, uh, I want to ask you: Do you have any thoughts on uh, cornerback for the? I mean, the Bengals. Any guys that you've studied, or you? You know, you know what I've studied. My OnlyFans. <laughs> Elden Ring. Is it still oh, going? Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. they would have shut down your OnlyFans by now. Like, no, <laughs> no, you, you, they can't shut I, me down if I don't post anything. I need to start posting stuff. I was, I was, I went on there the other day expecting, you know, maybe see some feet pics or something, but <laughs> you, you don't want that. <laughs> Well, yeah. there you go. Oh, you just oh, got it for free. You got it for free. He's the next Aaron oh. Rodgers over here. Uh, the wife says neighbors are walking by right when I did that. It's fantastic. Yeah, just yeah. hanging out with some dudes, showing them my feet. It's cool. No big deal. Saturday night. Ah, no. I So I have heard the team really likes corner. But as far as who being – you know, 30 picks ahead of us, it's, it's tough. I, you know, I got, I got to lean on Joe to uh, break down, you know, top four, top five and hope that there's not some kind of weird run, you know, uh, irrational run on corners. And then we yeah. get somebody that's going to make a fit, good fit. So. Yeah. Well, I still hold out the little hope that like Trent McDuffie falls, but I think if Trent McDuffie fell, I think the bills would snag him up at 25 yeah. and like, that would really be a dream pick for the Bills, in my opinion. So it's hard for me. Weird to... stuff happens, man, all the it time. Does. Head scratchers every draft. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We what was it? Last year we had um what was that? Damon Arnett. Was it was Damon Arnett last year? No. Two years ago. Or two years ago. Two years ago. And he just came out of nowhere. And everybody was thinking he was going to be a second third round pick, and then all of a sudden they take him at 
Um, it was their second first round pick, wasn't it? They took Henry Ruggs also. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was a phenomenal draft that everyone will look back on. Yeah. But as far as talent goes, we, you know, the, the Damon Arnett pick second, third round, but he goes in the first, you see that kind of stuff happen all the time. And, yeah. and Henry Ruggs talent wise was, was, I think he was a decent pick for where they got him at, but obviously for, for didn't work out very stuff. well. Crazy stuff happening with the draft. Could you imagine the Bengals picking 31? The draft starts, what, at 8 o'clock at night? You guys are up. Bengals trade out of that 31 spot. After and, everyone oh. stays up till midnight? <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's going to be you, midnight. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, OnlyFans. <laughs> My God. That was me closing the laptop. Yeah. Stop giving away the free content, <laughs> See, that's how you entice them. You you yeah. go on Reddit and tease the free stuff, and then yeah. so like I've the, been told. I was gonna say you're like the girls on on TikTok, or so I've been told. That says oh, so he's been stuff. told. <laughs> go go to my Instagram for the spicy link. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm writing this down. What else? <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll talk. I'll be your manager. <laughs> hey. One thing I wanted to say at the beginning of the show, and I, I completely forgot about it until now, which I don't know how I forgot about it, but the Willie Anderson Foundation shirt that you got on right there. I love that thing. Let's let's talk about the um, – Lyman the, Academy. The, yeah, I was going to say, Lyman it's not a, it's about, that's, yeah, it, that's, it. that's yeah. like his – what he does for a job, yeah. Bailey, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about the the expansion of the the – um, Hall of Fame inductees for the for, for, the for guys top. like Ken Which, Anderson and Ken right, Riley say, and yeah, Lamar yeah. Parrish, not Willie yeah. necessarily, but yeah. but for all the other guys. What's your guys' thoughts on all that? Great. Wow, Hopefully, you uh, really you really <laughs> nailed that one, Joe. Listen, Cap, what's your story. thoughts? If you say great as well, we'll have fantastic. Yeah, hey, there we go. <laughs> no, seriously, there is such a backlog of yeah. the the older guys and mm-hmm. we we have our guys that we feel like absolute shoe in it's 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 a disgrace that they're not in the hall but every team almost every team has maybe at least one maybe two now we only have one guy at you know completely that's it that's yeah. absolutely a joke even the other teams that have you know multiple they they've got that one guy that needs so. so the other day, Glenn, I wake up to text messages from Glenn and he goes like, I don't really want to make a trip to Canton and see the Hall of Fame. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, me too. I do want to. I've never been. Um, and, you know, then, then he starts going, well, how about this? How about, you know, in the summer? Or how about, you know, and I'm like, I kind of don't want to go until there's more Bengals in there. I sent him yeah. ticket prices. Yeah, he did. That's yeah. what it was. And I'm like, <laughs> I just kind of have a... I love football. I love football history. I but I've yeah. got a bad taste in my mouth with the Hall of Fame when the when the guys that I feel like shouldn't be in there. Who am I? Who the fuck am I? Who, who are we that to, to think right. of, you know our guys should go on before some random receiver from the Raiders that I can, can't remember one play he made. Point yeah. being is that you know if you, you do feel like there's a backlog, like Cap said, and if that helps get to it, because obviously they agree they wouldn't do this if mm-hmm. they didn't agree that there's a lot of guys. They feel are deserving that that need to get in there, 
Not Bengals fans, not Bengals players, but there are other, you know, like Cowboys yeah. and oh, Steelers. Every and, team, you know, all those guys, they got to get all them in there. If you ask the Bills, Bills got how many? But they, they, you right now they'd be saying Steve Tasker, Daryl Taylor, right? Yeah, Taylor, yeah. Tasker, right? They're, they've got guys that they want in there, and they've got enough right. as it is. Yeah, and I was honestly when I first seen that they were making new, um, I guess rules or whatever you want to call it for for the Hall of Fame. When I first seen the the little headline about it, I'm like, oh great, maybe they've got new new blood coming in to vote on it. And then I clicked, and they're like, yeah, we're just extending. I'm like, well, does does that, in your opinion, does that really help the Bengals players and, and players? Because I feel like there's this nasty stigma on on Bengals, and and we've heard, we've heard it firsthand that some of these guys that that are voting for it are like, yeah, fuck the Bengals. I don't know it's, it, that it's that, to be honest with you. Um, like, a, there is younger voters in there now uh, that shouldn't have a stigma towards the Bengals at all. And, mm-hmm. the, like, it, talking to one of them, one voter, and talking about Willie Anderson, he goes, man, you know, these young guys never even seen Willie play. And I'm like, well, really? This is only 10 years, 15 years? How many years ago was this? Am I, yeah. am I losing my mind already that these guys haven't seen Willie play? And I'm like, all right, well, we got to do our job to show them. We got to do our job to convince them, you know, and mm-hmm. it's tough, but, you know, I I don't know that the stigma is, see, I, I've kind of got to think, I've got two brains about this because I didn't believe there was a stigma about it. But then when you saw how people talked about the Bengals leading up to the Super Bowl run, and I was like, damn, they really don't believe this team's ever been good in the last 30 years like they don't even believe this team's ever been had a footprint at all or done anything and it it, that that shocked me so like yeah i guess you know there probably is some deep-rooted stuff but when you talk to them face to face they don't you don't get that feeling but it's probably when they go and and have to make that decision between three different players that they say ah he's a Bengals player no one's really going to care if he doesn't get in we got to get this raiders guy in because that's where we'll get the backlash yeah and even like like last year when willie was up against the other lineman i can't uh, Tony Bissell. Yeah, Tony. I I was sitting here thinking like, if you if you compare the two careers, in my opinion, maybe maybe there's a little bias. I I will be willing to admit that, but I just feel like Willie had a much better career than than Tony. But once again, like you said, maybe it's them saying, well, the fans aren't going to give a shit. Well, evidently we do, but we just don't have a big a crowd as the other guys, the other teams have. What? What's your thought on that? I don't, you know, for that one, I thought Willie was more deserving. I think longevity should have held uh, more weight. I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, what he did, from what I'm understanding, he got really close. So that, that kind of sucks because, uh, yeah, you know, then you look the next few years of linemen that are coming up and like Joe Thomas is going to get in before Willie Anderson. You know, there's a couple other guys yeah. that are going to get in before Willie. And it's just like, I get it because those guys were better. I mean, to be honest with you. But mm-hmm. Willie is definitely deserving. And the next time we get to a class where there's not a great offensive lineman, that's a slam dunk to get in there. Willie's got to get in there. And I think now that Baselli's out of there, you look at the guys that have made the all pro at tackle in the nineties, uh, multiple yeah. times, every single one is now in the hall of fame. It's from the, from the 95 to 05. They're all mm-hmm. in, the, in the hall of fame, except for Willie Anderson. He's the only one left now that is not. And if, when you see it, you go, whoa, it, it's going to happen. I believe it's going to happen. It's just going to be the next class where there's not a slammed up lineman. Now, how how long before he falls into the, the senior group? How how many years do we have before that happens? 
I don't know. Is it 30 years? Does anyone know? I, I, I think it's a long time. Okay. I think it's, it's okay. real long. I think it's yeah, 25, I, I, 25 or 30. 25. Okay. I was just, I was wondering because I'm thinking like, okay, but what about these guys like, like Whitworth and like all these guys that are starting to, you know, what, what happens if Willie just kind of falls by the wayside as they're putting all these other ones in and it's like, you know, the same thing, the same thing happened with, with, in my opinion, Ken Riley. 25. He looked it up for us so we can have at least some factual information on the show. 25 years. You know, Ken, Ken Riley is the only, isn't he the only interception guy in the top, like, 10 or top eight or something like that that's not in the Hall of Fame right now. Yeah. And he's like top five in, in interceptions. How does how does something like that happen? Well and what's crazy is a lot of the times the argument you hear is oh well he played for so and so. Well Riley played for some damn good teams. That was before the Bengals went through their nineties yeah. laps. Mm-hmm. So you can't even use that argument. And when and- at the time he retired, I think he was like number two all time in interceptions. And that was in an era that wasn't this, you know, air attack era that we have now. But to, to before you go too far, interception rate has declined through the years. So, like, no one will ever pass that again, even though they pass it more. That, that If you look at it, it's, you know, interception rate at that time was much higher um, than it was. Yeah. Getting 35 it, it was now is like getting 70 back then. So there is some of that. Like, no one will ever catch him again. The Ed Reeds and Charles Woodson, that's right. crazy yeah. that they even got close. Well, um, I think – I think teams value now they value the PBUs more than they do the interceptions and stuff like that. So, but point being, he was at the top of his field oh, sure. on a really good team in a yeah. really fun era of football that everybody knew. You know what the weird part is? Is he Lamar Parrish was getting like the accolades while Ken Riley is getting all the stats and interceptions. Mm-hmm. It's like they were mm-hmm. almost didn't watch the Bengals, so they were confused about who. One of those corners, vote for that one on the Bengals. Right. Parrish, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's funny because some of the supposed experts, you know, the guys that study the process and everything may or may not be connected. They'll say, well, the only reason Riley had the crazy amount of interceptions is because teams didn't want to uh, throw the ball at Parrish. Okay, then <laughs> where's Parrish? Right. Like, yeah. like, literally, you're helping my case. Like, I don't care who we're right. talking about. You're telling me there's a bias. I'm yeah. thinking it's Riley. You're saying it's Parrish, even though you didn't mean to say it's Parrish. Okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard rumors about conversations and, you know, like Joe alluded to, you know, uh, publicly they might say one thing, but then closed door. Uh, you know, there, there have been maybe one uh, candidate who – basically knew that as long as this person is in the room, he won't get in. And until that person's gone, he doesn't have a chance. Yeah. So, you I, know. I think I know the person you're talking about too. Glenn's walking out of the, out of the camera, but he's still right here. And for the people that don't know, like, so we're talking about Ken Riley is top five in interceptions career, right? Glenn? Right. Lamar Parrish is the other corner on the other side. He's an eight-time Pro Bowler, a three-time first-team All-Pro, a, sec- a two-time second-team All-Pro, and also Football Digest NFL Defensive Back of the Year for 1979. That was the other side. So that's why he's saying, like, they didn't want to throw against this guy. Both of those guys with those right. resumes yeah. should be in the Hall of Fame. Great corners. Yeah. And, like, neither of them – it's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah and, and I don't I don't have anything up right now so I can pull the chat 
But uh, Dale, Dale is in the chat right now. I don't know where Dale went, but <laughs> he said that, he'd be back. He said he'd be okay. back. He texted me. He, he said one person you... will win a jackpot, Joey. <laughs> With all that stuff that that we was showing for the giveaway, the jackpot, Joey stuff uh, by Matty Meyer. We really appreciate him him doing all this. But one lucky winner in the chat will win that stuff. All you have to do is give us your pick for the thirty first overall pick. Who, who do you think the Bengals will draft? And whoever ends up getting it right, or I guess if nobody gets it right, then we'll we'll go on and do something else. But but uh, yeah, go ahead in the in the chat right now. Pick your take your chance on who you think the Bengals will pick at at thirty one overall. Quick uh quick side comment. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it while I had Glenn here because he's the sneaker head of the group. Mm. Mm-hmm. I I wanted to show you my shoes. They're precious to me. I want to see them. <laughs> All right, okay. make your oh yeah. yeah. I remember when those came out last year, last summer. Yeah, that's all I got. I, I, I know nothing about them. How's the orange <laughs> match up? It looks like, it looks like it's, it's on the neon side, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, swoosh is a little neon. Mm-hmm. Sim was wearing them at the uh, Thursday night. That's game. right. You're right. I didn't see. Them. Yeah. Caps also got some uh, some colorful orange kicks too. Caps, the sneaker guy for the. Bengals. I was going to say. I think Cap, you're you're pretty much a sneakerhead too, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I tried to fight it, but uh, it, it finally got me sucked in, and I keep playing the the game on uh, uh, StockX with uh, you know the the jerk lowering the highest ask by dollar. You know, every three days, like the slow burn to hopefully maybe the the year of the tiger for under four hundred. Yeah. But they've sold for a thousand. They've sold for the. I feel like the the most. Uh, uh, I don't want to say reasonable, but you know, I think it was four seventy was the best price I've seen them sell. Oof. But I'm like, eh. at four hundred seventy bucks, I don't want to wear them to the stadium. I'm sorry. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, I get stepped exactly. on too much. Yeah. I got shoes yeah. I won't wear to the stadium either. I've got um mm-hmm. I'll actually go on eBay and I'll buy used shoes that I like in Bill's colors that I don't care if I beat to hell in the stadium parking lots and wear those like some pretty cool like uh retro nineties sneakers that's and stuff expensive. like that. What's that? That's a little, that's a little much. You're gonna go buy sneakers you like, but they're already used so that yeah. you can wear them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now, I do have one question for the sneakerheads. What what about the crease? Like, do you guys walk differently to to try to avoid that, or, or how? It depends how on that... the shoe. Okay. So, like a uh, Air Force One, you're not supposed to crease your Air Force Ones. Those those are supposed to be crispy. Those are supposed mm-hmm. to stay, keep their shape. Um, a Jordan one because they look terrible once they they do once they get worn in. A Jordan one, on the other hand, you'll get both opinions on that. My opinion on them are crease them up, wear them up. I think they look really good beat up, especially like the OG '80s Bulls colors. But some of the newer ones that are really flashy, you don't want to crease them. I wear. I wear Toms in the morning uh, when we set up the tailgate and then switch out to my shoes just because yeah. of all the bending and, you yeah. know, the, the, the crease at the toe. So I don't crease. Yeah. 
I keep a pair of emergency sneakers in my truck. So if I'm out with something, <laughs> you know, shit hits the Starts fan. Raining. Yeah, I got to help somebody. I, I switch shoes. Smart. Crazy as it sounds. But, yeah, I keep a pair of beaters in the truck. I think this is how I know I'm getting old because I get really excited for like wearing Air Monarchs to games. Yeah, well, <laughs> people talk about how comfy our, our Monarchs are, but I just I find them not comfy. I don't know. It's just, but that's what it is. Dad shoes now are the '90s basketball sneakers that were all gaudy and and eccentric, and I love them. And that was my era for the sneakers. And this is my favorite shoe of all time. I got sitting up over here. I actually keep it on display here in my nerve room. The 1996. Oh, I remember those. Nike Air more up tempo. Yeah, they had those. Those were those in the uh, what? What was that magazine? I can't even think of the name of it anymore. East Bay. Everything was in East Bay, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were also in uh, George. Who was um, Brendan Fraser? Was it George of the Jungle? What movie was that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, you're, I know what you're talking about yep. now. Um, Brendan Fraser, he's like uh, raised in the jungle in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's George. It's yeah. George of the Jungle. Yeah. Yeah. George of the Jungle. That's yeah. George, George, okay. George of the Jungle. He opens the box aggressively. <laughs> he grabs him out, all aggressive. There's there's a tongue uh, a tab on it and a heel tab, and he pulls it open aggressively, throws him on, ties him up aggressively, and runs into the jungle. And that was it. <laughs> We need that for uh, game day. Yeah, <laughs> he, he just said it all right there. Right. Yes, I can see. I, I'm seeing it right now. Hey, Bengals media, anybody that's watching right now, because I, I know someone is watching because we're the the most watched podcast for for drunk Bengals fans, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see I, right I, now. You've... I tweeted earlier. I said I think it's safe to say that we can call ourselves. Being a podcast that's in the top ten with two hosts that also is alcohol related. My son's oh, over here see. showing his forehead, trying to trying to pop in the in the. the, the you want to say hi to everybody here? Hey, Dak, look right there. You say hi to all of them. <laughs> all right, and he's he's out of here. Every but, time, uh, every time I talk to him on the phone, he'll just start shouting. Then, like Joe Burrow, Jamar yeah, Chase, loves, like Derek's <laughs> raising him right. He, yes, he loves he loves him some Joe Burrow and loves Jamar Chase and the whole group. But, but yeah, I was just going to say, um, I can see them guys doing it. Like you got a kid just tying his shoes and walking into a jungle, and all of a sudden you look in Paul Brown Stadium, and I'm 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 a visionary. That's what it is. Well, you're the orange arrow, so technically you could like put them on and then shoot an arrow up toward the top and then like fly through or, or fly down oh. from the top to the bottom and then run across the field. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, I'm ready for it. See, this is your commercial. This is I'll, your I'll, I'll tell a secret. Wow, I got real quiet. <laughs> you heard you secret. secret and we were like, all right, we're, we're ready. So, uh, Will works for the Bengals. He was uh, Emmy Award winning with the Chiefs. How on oh, earth yeah. we got him from the Chiefs. And he, he is one of the big reasons for all the fun videos last year. Um, when, when we went to film, you know, of course, my corny video made it because it was easy. But uh, one of the things that didn't make it, and it's funny because I have tried this. Now, now I'm not saying that, oh, yeah, I do that too. I'm not trying to put myself in the same sphere as him, but 
I have tried like Loa. You've seen some of the GIF stuff. He was trying to insert uh, Bangalorean into some Mandalorian scenes to show <laughs> up there. And he's like, oh, screw it. Yeah. I don't care if we get sued. Like, that, <laughs> dude, I was, I was I like so, the attitude. Exactly. I was yeah. so hyped because I understand how hard it is because he's got to get uh, uh, Bangalorean to do everything perfectly. Got to get the timing right, blah, 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 so that he can, rather than spend, you know, hours deleting, you know, frame by frame, mm-hmm. if we can get everything close, he can just impose him, you know, it didn't work out. I could yeah. see him doing that this year. I could see like lessons learned. Yeah. So the videos I, I'm predicting will be even better this year. They were amazing right last now. year. They're gonna be better. There is a there is a green arrow part where he he does that. He he draws the bow back, he lets it rip and it shoots the zipline thing, he zip lines, and as he zip lining down, he drop kicks a guy. Well, I'm saying we drop kick a Bills fan into a table. <laughs> I mean, we can we can use Glenn for this. Wait, what what's your thought, Glenn? Have, have you guys seen table prices these days? <laughs> Are they higher? I walked by one in Walmart, an eight foot folding table, eight ninety dollars. I'm like, you got, this because is they know. Well, there's a supply issue in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, there is, and they're all chained up in Buffalo. They got like these cables. Oh, are they? wow, <laughs> that's hilarious. People are jumping into them in the store. Yeah. You know, I go to Walmart and I shoot a couple of hoops because the hoops up. You know, Bills fans end up jumping at tables. That's fantastic. <laughs> the table jumping's for the kids, man. Anybody over thirty doing it, it's just gonna fuck your life up. You so, a job. Yeah. Oh, I did a. Uh, I was trying to show my son how to do a front flip today, and and let me just tell you, thirty-two years old, I did a front flip. Everything from here to like here instantly yeah. hurt. And front like, flip on your feet and land on your feet. Yeah, yeah. And, and you I don't you do that. I have you completed one before? Yeah. Or did yeah. you just Holy decide shit. you were going to try and show your son today? No, I used to be able to do it all the time, but I didn't I, know that. I I used to nimble be very mix. very nimble, but not anymore. Not anymore. That's for damn sure. It, my seven-year-old daughter. <laughs> my seven-year-old daughter's been doing cartwheels, and then I go to do one with her. I saw starts, man. Like, I hit my hands, I do a, I do a terrible-ass cartwheel, I'm seeing stars. I still do a good cartwheel. Like, I was, really good. I was like, my ears are ringing, I'm like, this is fucking fucked up, man. Yeah, I thought, I thought my arms used to be longer or something. The cartwheel worked better. Why is my face so close to the ground? Well, I don't know, um, since we're not technically giving something away tonight, I did want to show we have these awesome Bengal. I don't know if you can see that Bengals and Brews T-shirts, um, size large. That we are going to do a giveaway tonight at some point. Um, how you want to? Do, how you guys want to do that? You guys want to do a uh, pick a number one through fifty or something like that, or how, yeah. how you guys want to do that? I don't know. I thought you were going to send some to like our 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 friends first well i mean yeah these these four guys right here are definitely getting a Bengals and bruce t-shirt before anyone else but um but yeah All my we're shirts definitely are, are shirts that have been given to me now <laughs> joe dude like i i got rid of so many clothes i tried to marie condo the closet and i am left with honestly 
it's like uh, 10 Bengals shirts and 25, you know, local small time, you know, Bengal fans created like, holy cow, stuff people won't know unless you're a Bengals fan and you're, you're in this community. I want to give all of them to like the Salvation Army and see someone going by with like a, a, a <laughs> whole lot of orange shirt go by. Like, hey, yeah. Hey. No, hey, he was about to say a Bengals and Bruce shirt. He was like, yeah. send it to me and I'm immediately taking it to the <laughs> He's setting up the excuse to get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> he can't wear them forever, right? Yeah, he's he to get you know a little weird. Then they got to. I was going. I was going to say, Joe said, send that to one Salvation Army. <laughs> hey, Cap, send it real quick. Um, speaking of the local shirts, did you go to the the Cincy shirt like massive sale they had down? Uh, down no. in Avondale? No, I, I wanted to. I, stuff. I, I went. It was, it was decent stuff. We waited in line for three hours. That thing wrapped around the building. Wow. And we we went on that last day where everything was like five bucks. And we spent about $75 on a bunch of shirts. And if you ever do this, make sure you and your significant other are on the same page. Because now I have two of every single shirt because my wife grabbed the same like eight and then I grabbed the same eight. So if y'all want some of these, so you basically <laughs> didn't get a deal at all. I mean, kind of did. I got a bunch of five dollar shirts that don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I mean, if they're five dollars, uh, shoot, man, those are usually like what, like forty bucks from Cincy shirts, I think. 20, 25. 20, yeah. Oh, okay. It's still not a bad deal. But yeah. I Can got a I just shirt say, press here at the house. I make my own shirts. If I need yeah. something for a night out, I press the shirt and I'm out. Yeah. That's what well, I, I, I want to say real quick. I was just uh, – I, I flipped over to Twitter real quick to check on a couple of things. That I saw Jess had, a.k.a. the Hube, had a picture of the Brimming Horn Orange Blossom uh, mead that you guys have right there. That is a beautiful, beautiful bottle right there. Oh, yeah. And I think – I think are they still doing code Tigris for uh, Tigris talk? Is that right, Cap? Yep. 15% okay. Off. I just realized, like, yeah, fifteen percent off. That is a beautiful bottle right there. Far away, it almost—I don't know. There's some phallic stuff going on. Yeah, I see penises <laughs> everywhere, but that could just be—you know—it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, what do you see? You know, and you're at the same. I see <laughs> I'm looking around. Neighbors walking by, like what? Well, the, the yeah. ink blot test, the Rorschach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you meant just Friday night. <laughs> what do you see? <laughs> penises. I see penises. Penises everywhere. I was at, I was at a wedding <laughs> last night, and uh, they played the Bill Shout song like they do typically here in Buffalo. Somebody threw a dildo on the floor. Oh, oh they came skipping right into my feet at a wedding. No, are you serious? Someone brought one to a wedding. What is this real life? This is real. Maybe, maybe she, maybe, maybe they opened up the uh, the presents earlier or something. We usually. I mean, I don't, I don't want to get rid of mine. Like, why would you just (laughs) throw it away? That's a perfectly good dildo. Yeah, yeah. Somebody was using there. Glenn scooped it up. No, I was going to say, hopefully it wasn't a used <laughs> one. But, but hey. it, even, I hope, hopefully they at least put it in the dishwasher. Rescue. It, you know that's, I mean? that's how you clean them. Right. You got to put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> Dick's in the dishwasher. The spoons, you know. Right. That'll be, yeah, I keep instead of ride the mutton, Derek, it'll be Dick's in the dishwasher is what we'll, oh, we'll, Lord. we'll have to. I'm crying now. Hashtag this one. 
I always think of me, uh, myself, and Irene when he sees it. He's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, so who wants to get back to some draft talk? We're less than a week yeah. away from the NFL yeah. draft. We got, um, hey, I got a new we, beer, by the way. You guys want to know. Just yeah, we do. Quick, this is a Flying Bison, which is a Buffalo company. Chocolate Cherry Porter. Hold on, have Joe have Joe put it up to the camera because that's me right there. He gets it like right that's, that's in the camera. You over. talk about it, yeah. Woo! With cherry porter, eight percent. It's um, oh, we man. have a local chocolatier here um, called Fowler's Chocolates, and they Fowler's. Uh, yeah, it's a logo on there. Yeah, down at the bottom, and this oh, is a is little it? tasty brew. It's got a chocolate, some chocolate notes to it. Glenn, I'm gonna have to give you my address and have you send me that. That that sounds like a something good right there. Yeah, it's and are they really called a chocolatier? That's what I mean. Willy Wonka was a chocolatier. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, I was gonna say if it's not called that, they should be because it sounds. (laughs) That that's a legit term. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. We got a few of them here, and Fowler's is pretty good. We got a place called Platters, which also does chocolate. Inspired drinks with and other breweries in the area. Buffalo's got kind of this boom with local breweries right now. Yes, yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say I have a local. We've brewery, been through that uh, boom Sons before. Toil, yeah, Sons of Toil Brewing Company, ten minutes from my house. If you're watching, hit us up. We will. We would love to drink your beer on air. Just saying. Shotgun. Hit them up on uh, Twitter, man. That's the way to do it right yeah. there. You have them. Yeah. You're gonna you shoot your shot. Yeah. I'll, hey, I'll go up there before we have Mo Edgar on and say, hey, I'm going to drink your beer on our show. <laughs> I'm going to drink your beer on my show and come watch. I'm like, so yeah, he needs I'm to gonna drink your cum on my beer. How don't about let, that? What? Don't let Dale do this. Anyway, cut the mic. there went any monetization on this podcast. Dale, you should probably sit a few plays out. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like when Derek started talking shit about the Jeff Weiler's daughter on that one episode. I was not talking shit. I just said <laughs> like killing behind me. And I said, well, I was trying to get a sponsorship from Jeff Weilers, but forget it. Yeah, but anyway, um, we talked a little bit about the first round, and my son's shaking the camera. But um, what what's your guys' thought? So let's go into the second round a little bit. What do you think the, the target will be for a second round? Whoever they didn't get in the first? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hey, tell me, All right. Somebody tell me right here is one to say hi. Yeah, I, I'm definitely out of this conversation because, you know, number one, I, I, I love listening to everybody talk about the draft, so I, I know what to yeah. expect. But then it always feels like the draft goes another way. Now I feel like we, we have a lot fewer holes than we've had in years past. So it's like, mm-hmm. hey, I get to sit back and enjoy it and just watch and get excited. I don't care if they call – my wife's name in the fifth round. I could just start <laughs> cheering like, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, they finally put themselves in a position like a lot of us have been banging the table for for years of you don't have to wait till the draft to get a need. You can do what you want to do now. It's beautiful. Yeah. This is the yeah. ideal. The only better position would be if they were doing this from 32. 
Not that I need to go into that, but this is a then would we even it's a very envied position. Damn it, Santori. We can't say that. Bengals cap, you know, we fucked him up earlier talking about that shit. What? Talking about the Rams. The Bills opening against the Rams. He was talking about that why just, did he just take a shot when he, he talked about it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a trigger I, word. It's an automatic. I was going to say, anytime <laughs> somebody <laughs> says the R word, <laughs> <laughs> I see that breaking down a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. All right. I will do it again. I do, to try to wrap around with the whole draft thing, I do Mm -hmm. think the reason that maybe we try to take a defensive tackle like a Logan Hall, you know, or maybe even uh, oh Wyatt from Georgia slides to 31, even though he's 24 years old. Maybe you take that guy because I don't know if anyone's going to be available in the second to take. But ideally, yeah, you take a corner – I mean, from our needs, you take a corner in the first round and you take a defensive tackle three-tech in the second round. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing well, to I remember is... The three tackle in the second round. The I, would be, I would be absolutely shocked if at some point in this draft, especially round two, three, four, somewhere in that earlier middle part, that they don't trade back. I mean, this is, I think, the least amount of draft picks the Bengals have almost ever had going into a draft. And they've shown a tendency over the last 10 years that they're willing to trade back. They're, they're going to get another pick or two in the fourth or fifth round. But sometimes they go straight with their seven picks and they're fine with it. Like, yeah. like yeah. they have eight picks right now, so that's not that I, bad. I, would I think the, 20, the 2020 draft, they didn't have very many draft picks, did they? And they no, stuck with seven. every single one. Yeah. yeah, they had them. That's what I thought. Just tell me I'm wrong. It's okay. Well, that's what I did. <laughs> All right, Joe, what's your thoughts on Logan Hall at 31? I'm for and, and uh do you think there's anybody that's going to be there at 63 at 3-tech that would be worth picking? Because I don't think Logan will make it. This is always the time of year or the time of draft season where nobody's going to be there in round two or round three. That's how it always feels because everyone gets pushed in the round one. Um, Joseph yeah. Masai, who I had as the top 32 guy last year, was there at the top of round three. So there's going to be guys that get pushed down. There's going to be guys because there's going to be a bunch of reaches. For every 20 picks, there's going to be five reaches that you don't even care if that guy went off the board. You weren't even considering him anyway. So it's going to push guys back. Uh, I, first, Logan Hall, I think he'd be a tremendous fit. The thing about defensive tackle and why we talk about it so much is because they use – B.J. Hill and Larry Ogunjobi so much last year. As a with five team. front line. Exactly. Right. They're down mm-hmm. there with five-man fronts with, with basically B.J. Hill or Ogunjobi at five-tech. Uh, and, you know, so we talk about three-tech a lot. And can that guy play three-tech? They need a five-tech. They need a guy that can be over the head over tackle. And I think that's where Logan Hall would be perfect for their base, you know, three, four, five, two defense. And then he's going to kick inside and rush the passer from inside. And right now, if you had to line up in nickel – Assuming Joseph Osai is healthy, it would probably be Osai on the edge. You'd kick Hubbard inside. It'd be B.J. Hill next to him and then Hendrickson on the other edge. But what if Osai is not completely ready? What if he's not that he's giving you that impact? Or anyone gets bad. injured, you know? Or right, if anyone right. gets injured. like Right, and, or if anyone gets injured. So then you would put uh, Logan Hall inside next to B.J. Hill. And that would be your most athletic interior guy. So I think it makes a lot of sense to go that way in 31. Will there be a guy there at 63? I think there's a couple guys that could be interesting, and that's uh, DeMarvin Leal. And, oh, 
I don't want to say it. <laughs> it's the dog. You got that underbite. I don't want that on me. You know? But the, uh, the the Marvin Leal or Perry on Winfrey, both could be like, I think Winfrey reminds me a lot of Ogan Joby, whereas a uh, DeMarvin Leal reminds me more of like a – because he played a lot of end. He played outside the tackle a lot, but kicked inside. He, did a lot, he moved around a lot for Texas A&M. It reminds me more of like a frosty rucker for them, where he can mm-hmm. play some end and play, kick inside and rush from inside. And uh, I think both those guys fit what they would like. Uh, we don't have a complete profile on, on Winfrey because he didn't test. He just ran his 40 and went home like Deion Sanders, but uh, yeah. which is a really good 40. But Leo is more complete prospect profile right now, and I think they can go that way. Now we got we've got yes, Iceman coming is. on here. Now, Ice I, man. I, man. I was like, is what? this his is this man. his grandma? He's got a typo. Before before he even comes on here, I'm gonna tell you I already know I already know his first round pick, his second round pick, his third round pick, his fifth round pick. You know, he's going Linderbaum first, second round. What happened with the fourth? Going. Hold on, the Ice Man, man. What's going on? What's going on, Jeff? How are you? Put a grandma wig on. Come on, Ice Man. Ice Man. What up, what up, what up, what up, boys? Yeah, Linderbaum, number one. Linderbaum. Yeah. Ice Man, what jersey are you wearing right now? Let's see that thing. There it is. Oh, there it is. Okay. Shooter! I didn't get my earbuds. That'd be like a lot easier to hear you guys. All right, we'll bring you back on a couple yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll bring you back on real quick before we bring Iceman back. Ice Ma'am back on. Maybe he'll change Joe, his name. I had a question for you because I know you have the same. I think you have the same love for this man that I do, but I, I want to know first of all, what who are you talking are, to? What right. I said, Joe John Stamos. I want to know Dad what your thoughts are on. I was like Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. I already said Joe. Love Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. I want to know what your thoughts are on on Daxon Hill, but that's not the guy I'm talking about. The guy I'm talking about is one of my favorite guys in the draft, and he is the next, in my opinion, the next. Uh, Hello, Nana. Hey, Nana. Hello, Nana. The next I'm Gino Atkins, and by Gino way. Atkins, I mean the the late round pick. That is going to be an absolute steal in Curtis Brooks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can go on about Curtis Brooks for a while, man. The fact that he wasn't invited to the combine is wild. Crazy. Yeah. You already did go on. You had like a 12-page thread about him earlier this week. I did. did. And and on the lockdown, they let me go for like five minutes just saying how much it's crazy that he didn't get invited and it's how it's going to – he's going to get drafted in like the sixth or seventh round if he's drafted. And and because those guys typically don't get picked if they're not invited. But – yeah, I would take him. I, I think he's fantastic. I, I had the most fun of any player I watched on film this year was with Curtis Brooks. So, well, and yeah. why wouldn't someone, Joe? Like, why wouldn't someone take him in the fifth? Like a guy on the rise has a good profile. You know, fifth round picks don't always pan out. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. Curtis Brooks in the fifth would be like, hey, that's the guy you take a shot at. And maybe he would, but maybe he would, someone will. I mean, I, I, everything, every, the way he grades out for me, I'm like, yeah, take if you want to take him in the fourth or fifth, go ahead. Yeah. Just history shows those guys aren't probably picked that high usually. Um, so I don't know, man. I don't know how this happened. I feel like there's something we don't know about why he, you know, and, off everyone's board. 
Yeah, and and Dave Lapham was talking to uh, Coach Fickle. I don't know if you guys listened to that podcast or not, but he was talking about uh, Curtis Brooks and they. What they basically asked Curtis Brooks to do was more or less just take up space so so all the other guys can can get in, and and he was more than happy to do that. And they even said they even said that you know he that they didn't use him the way the NFL the way he thinks that he'll be used in the NFL. Oh, so I. I see a lot of high potential upside for 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 that guy, but what? Also, um, twenty four years old, just so we're aware, because we talked about yeah, Wyatt. Yeah, but I could see the Bengals. You know, if they pick him in the say the the like like uh, Dale was saying, the fifth or sixth round, um, I could see him going. You know, two maybe two hundred snaps on 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 okay. defense for the for the Bengals, and then. Um, my my personal opinion, what I want to see happen, is Daxon Hill getting picked in the first round. What's what's your thoughts on Daxon Hill? He's as safe of a safety prospect as you can find in terms of athleticism, size, production, age, everything you're looking for in, in a profile. He hits. He's almost a plus at every single thing. Uh, I, there's some people that think he can play boundary corner. We don't get to see it enough. You do see him play slot a lot, and he's really yeah. good there and productive there. I don't yeah. know. I mean, like, if you draft him, are you saying he's going to be a boundary corner, or are you going to say he's going to be like a wild card position, and we'll figure it out, and then if Jesse Bates is gone, he'll be free safety, and we'll go from there. Yeah, that was that was kind of my thoughts because um, I I I I read a prospect profile. I think of uh, Joe Marino was talking about it, and he Joe Marino believes that this guy can play any position in the defensive backfield, and and that was my whole thought was, you know, hey, if he if he is our safety to potentially replace Von Bell or, or Jesse Bates right. or or if he is able to in year one beat out um Steve beat Jeff. out any of those guys. I just think that that I just I love the position versatility that this guy holds. Right. Back at you, Glenn. <laughs> hey anybody pick up their draft day gear yet? Look at this Bill's draft day hat. Hey, oh yeah, I got is, one. That is nice. This I have this one, but <laughs> these hats looks are like, attractive as shit. Looks like Cap went to go get his. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I got mine. Hang on, I got mine. Hang on, I got it. I gotta go find uh, it. Oh, okay, oh, everybody, go get their draft hat. <laughs> yeah. Take, <laughs> take me um, off. Have one. Hey, take oh, me off real quick. Right there. I see. Cap's got his. Look at that. All right. I got mine. I was gonna say I had one, and I ordered. I ordered the flat bill. Thinking that that I loved it, but it turns out that I am not a flat bill fan like I thought I was. I like it like captains right there, slightly yeah. creased, slightly yeah, they creased. Got, they have three options. They got the one like cap, slightly creased. Mm-hmm. This one here is the snapback, and then yep. they have the they have a fitted flat brim version. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I picked this one up at Lids in my local mall. Yeah. That thing is sharp. They have a little uh, throwback feel to them. I like them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Joe, I, I want to ask you a question that maybe right. you can just clear this up. This is not even necessarily draft related. And if you don't want to answer it, don't answer it. Okay. Did Paul Daner steal your work and not give you any credit in his one of his most recent <laughs> articles? No, I'm just saying it's floating out there and I'm getting people asking me that. But if you don't want to even speak on it, that's fine. I don't know how to speak on it. To be honest with you, I'll speak on what I, what people sent me and said to me, and what kind of how it, you know, what it transpired. But 
there could be some crossover on ideas and, and research that is going to happen when the, and the information it always is, happens right. if you're watching and, the same stuff like right and the, the data is is whoever's got a subscription can mine the data and take the time mm-hmm. um so it could happen but it's like people are like dude this is ver- this is verbatim right here and i'm like ah it does feel that way and okay i didn't know i just people have asked me and i said that's why i want to phrase it that way if you didn't even want to mention it that's why that's why dale's got the hate blockers on right now i would say so he can throw shade and not give a shit he doesn't follow me on twitter so like he probably wouldn't have seen the stuff i posted but at the same time maybe he should so he wouldn't waste eight hours doing the research himself (laughs) there you go yeah, but think, he saying, follows a lot of us, though. <laughs> so he, we, we, say, we, we, we retreat your stuff, so he might have found it for one of us. <laughs> I was about yeah. to say, all it takes for Twitter is for someone that he follows to like your post for him to see it. That's all right. I want to say. Well, yeah. gentlemen, really quick, it's been nice. I need to go. My wife just got home, and I think this is enough football to blow her brains out. So all right, <laughs> uh, out of here. Hey, be <laughs> good or be good at it. Give hey. her that. Shout out all your stuff real quick. Oh, yeah. So uh, my dad and I have a, a a very small podcast that we're hoping to grow called Rally Around the Natty. Um, you know, it, it's mainly just Bengals and Reds. Sometimes we, we highlight some uh, some Bearcats stuff, but it, it, we think it's somewhat unique just because it's it's me and my dad and it's it's more or less just front porch bitching for about an hour hour and a half the number one father-son duo podcast for cincinnati sports if we keep adding all these subcategories we're all gonna (laughs) that's what i'm saying exactly tyler is gonna give us all awards next year we just keep marrying it down (laughs) all right right. see See ya see you bud he's one of the smartest dudes that followed me and talks football with me over the years. So if he's going to talk some football on there, I'm sure you're going to learn something from this podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. Is this your wife? Yeah. yeah. Ashley. This Santori's wife. Hi, she Ashley. Can't, she can't hi. hear you. I got a headset on. But yeah. we all they said all hi. said hi. They all said hi. Oh, hi. Hey. She Santori, said thank I you. I you a hug, too. Just remind <laughs> me. Oh, <okay? laughs> well, you know, when, when y'all come down, we'll, we'll get our hug. Okay. Hey, we we, we we are we already know what the I'm opening ceremonies you. for the uh, the Buffalo Cincinnati uh, uh, tailgate Olympics are, right? I'm gonna hug you. I'm gonna hug you so hard. My wife already left the room. I'm gonna put my bottom teeth in your earlobe and tell you. Who told you I like that? Like, oh god, that's our little secret. All right. I'm going to get off here before it gets even weirder. Right, <laughs> Let's go up, So, Hey, Glenn, Glenn you, you, and, and Joe, you, you guys, uh, have you guys t- told uh, Era the uh, opening ceremonies of the uh, Buffalo Cincinnati tailgating uh, uh, party we're having? The dildo tossing. No, we're throwing. <laughs> no, no. Throwing we're, putting, we're, we're putting Arrow through a table. Arrow's <laughs> yeah. going through a table. Arrow's going through a table, baby. We're going to powerbomb his ass right through there. <laughs> But there's I, an entire uh, Olympics. There's the dildo tossing competition. Yes. There's, like, there's so many things. Shotgun a can of chili. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God, yes. Ooh. Yes, exactly. Oh, gosh. That we also, terrible. here in Buffalo, we take shots out of ass cracks. Right. Oh, God, no. I don't know about that now. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait. We, 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 we got to have, have cornhole in this somehow. 
How are we going to know if we're eating chili or out of my ass crack sometimes? It might be both. Chili, it's going to be runny. It could be pretty. Uh, oh god! Hey, anyway. don't talk shit about skyline chili, damn it! <laughs> you never know what kind of morning I'm having. Oh <laughs> lord! <laughs> I'm that's hoping rough. that's a prime time game. By the way, the NFL will totally fuck shit up if this yeah. is not a prime time. Oh yeah, Bills. Yeah. I don't see how. Right. Okay. That's what we were talking about that on my see, show when you, when you yes. came on. Yes, it, it, absolutely. When I was down with Jeff. Like it needs just, to be a prime time show. Yeah, I was going to say I that's don't see how. Okay, I think Cap's bored. Yeah, I don't see how the Chiefs game, the Bills game, <laughs> the honestly, By the Ravens. New Orleans game. There, I mean, there's like five or six games this year that I don't see how they're not prime time or at least like a like a later time. Buddy, like buddy. game. I'd be surprised if they show very many <laughs> NFC matchups at all on primetime this year. Yeah. The AFC yeah, is you front are. loaded. Oh loaded. They've got all the flash right now. There's a few NFC teams, obviously, but like it, it, the, I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals had four to five primetime games this year. Oh, I believe that for real. Yeah. I took, uh, well, the one, one I'm worried about is they're talking about moving one of the ones to uh, England. The one. Or, or overseas, the one I don't want them to move is the one in Tampa because because yeah. I'm going. Think, <laughs> well, I'm, pl- I'm think, planning on going to it. Yeah. I think Tampa is a, a potential Germany game, and then yeah. the, so the New Orleans game is the the potential for the the game over over in uh, London. Yeah. Hey, Cap, you bored? I, I haven't seen you in a little while, buddy. How, how you doing? It's nice to see you. You know, I used to talk to you like every Monday, and I I, I never see you anymore. <laughs> I miss yeah, you. I, I, yeah, I miss you too. I missed all of you. <laughs> I, I was telling everybody, you know, it's, it's been cybersecurity and Elden Ring, so it's it's been exciting. <laughs> Which Elden Ring is a video game. You, you, you don't probably don't yeah, know. I, I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad you know me so well. I'm like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm yeah. Wow, you literally said, Jeff, you're old as fuck. You have no idea what I'm talking about. I, 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 I guarantee you, I am the oldest one here. I guarantee you that. I'm, I'm 47. Well. Yes, I guarantee Obviously, you. I'm I mean, all you guys. You're the only one with gray in your beard right now. I'm... What? <laughs> I use just the man so Yeah, so I just me get it closer to the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I got a notification yesterday, guys. The last time we were on the show, I, I left and I bought a Vaughn Miller jersey because I got drunk on your show. And I no, I it. remember. And I bought that Vaughn Miller jersey. It, it finally shipped yesterday. Oh, I was wow. wishing it would be here for tonight so I yeah. could share the influence. Uh, I, I I have wait, I have a question. Did you guys see see the uh, picture I I got the tweet out today or that I, I the opportunity I was uh, able to I do today? I, I, I got a picture with the uh, AFC Championship trophy and I got a picture on the throne. So I finally got to be up there with uh with oh, Captain wow, Jack. I, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I yeah. Saw that. that that looks like a lot of fun. What what if you want to go ahead and plug that? What what exactly was going on over there? What it was it was, it was uh, through the United Way. It was something that they they had and. Um, okay. They they did a really bad job of promoting that because I didn't even know about it. You know, as a season ticket holder, yeah. you know, I didn't get an email or anything. My wife actually, one of her coworkers, told well, don't her. worry, you won't get an email next year after talking shit about him. Oh, well, they, they should they should they should do a better job of it. I mean, I'm going to put a a, a video out of it, and put it on my channel, so I'm going to promote it yeah. for them. So hopefully, 
Well, next year we're going to have the Lombardi that we're going to have the, uh, you know, sorry, Glenn, we're getting the Lombardi, just, just letting you know. But we're going to get the Lombardi, so we'll have, we'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> you got the rock eyebrow. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah, it was cool. Love, okay, I just, I got to say something real quick. A couple of weeks ago, we had on um, Angelo Dawkins on, on our show, and ever since then, my Twitter has been nothing but WWE stuff. I don't know if – Wait, if are you my, saying Twitter follows what you say and then they, they promote uh, things on yeah, your, like your – yeah, 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 exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Mind-blowing yeah, there, Darren. That, wow. <laughs> you had who? Uh, Angelo Angelo Dawkins. Street Profits. The, yeah, the Street Profits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was such a fun episode. Holy shit! On and he actually uh, he couldn't join tonight because I wanted him to come on and give his prediction. He said they're on the road, which they're always on the road most of the time. <laughs> but his That's prediction is also Jeff will like this. Tyler Lederbaum for his yeah, baby. <laughs> Let's go. There is yeah. a whole crew of Bengals fans in WWE. Yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. insane. Oh, yeah. it's, but he was awesome. Because... Like, he was amazing. Like, he was just the most down-to-earth guy in the world. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, it was great, man. I feel like I'm friends with him. Like, I'll just message him. Like, I was messaging about the Cavs. Like, who you think is going to win tonight? <laughs> They're playing well, it wasn't the Cavs. It wasn't, no, it, wasn't, it wasn't, and he also said it wouldn't be, and I said, I don't think it'll be either, but I, I literally yeah. messaged him, and I was like, I might be over seven, because I was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. If anybody watched the, the, cool, uh, the mock draft the, that we did, the 32-team mock draft, at the end of the No, draft, nobody watched your 32-team mock draft there. No, we all turned it oh, off after that. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the episode, Dale started watching the Cavs game. And, and got <laughs> yeah. Well, I was at the end of the game. I was like, I need to – there's like a two minutes left of the game, so. Yeah. And I was just cussing. Wait, the last th- I hey, thought Derek would cut it. Hey, he uh, it. Yeah, we, we I, just had, I just left it all there. You guys, we just you just had the appearance of uh, of Josh Allen in the background there. He, he, Josh, I saw I saw Josh, the real one. Yeah, I had to go to the bathroom, so I brought six foot Josh over to hold hold my place. <laughs> That's what I have to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys see the the picture of my woods for a while. Whoa! As he zooms his camera down, he's like, I'm gonna let you see a picture of the forest and the trees. Oh. Yeah. I thought he said a picture of my wood. Right. That's yeah. what I thought he said. Right. I thought he was talking about something else. I was about to say, this ain't OnlyFans. No, that's Cap's gig. Yeah, exactly. All is the pick. Just said down at the bottom. OnlyNans. OnlyNans.com. All right. I'm going to try to continue to circle this back to being relevant. Do you guys have 20 more minutes? Because I said we'd try to make this a two-hour episode, the first ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, am, I, am I hearing somebody peeing right yeah. now? His, his ear <laughs> <laughs> this is the first ever piss taken on the fucking podcast. Oh background. Oh what my god! Fuck? Oh man! Hey, Bengals and Bruce, that's what you. This is what you get here. Oh lord! Goddamn! Oh, oh man! man. You don't get this anywhere else. Oh. Everybody else more professional. We're Cap just like letting people right take now. a fucking piss. Cap knows what to do right there. He's on mute. Yeah, that, that uh, way what? you didn't hear me. Jeff, 
You just pissed live on air. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like a oh, racehorse. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's a good stream. It's a good Dude, stream. I'm telling you, you, you get older, that that that, that uh, bladder, just you can't hold it as much as you used to. It sounded like you were pissing oh, off the ladder, gosh. dude. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was a very short. The water was really cold. Hush. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's why you need the ladder. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, back to work. I mean, let's let's try to circle See, this thing back. Let's, we're I was going to talk about relative athletic score. Like I've got <laughs> notes here. Uh, hey, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, wait, someone's pissing. <laughs> note to note to self: if you gotta if you gotta use the restroom, these things right here, these right uh -huh. here, they they should probably stay where where they are. Like these? Or mute or hit mute. That, I these mean, things? you know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, usually, like, okay, streamer, usually Look when you take them off, off, <laughs> off the, the the channel, you can't hear anything. I thought so. <laughs> Apparently, I was wrong. Oh well. I'm just glad he had to had to take the number one instead of right. number two. That's all I'm saying. That would have been horrendous. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you might you might have heard some you might have heard some other stuff you wouldn't want to hear then. Oh Lord. See, yeah, I'm sure you guys are having. You guys are having. I can tell when I got on. You guys are having a great draft discussion. You know, Derek, yeah. and Joe, we're going at it, and I just effed it all up for you. Yeah. So relative <laughs> athletic score. <laughs> Joe, do well, you hey, like hey, Derek? I had that guy on my show this week. Yeah, math bomb, math bomb. I have shout out Kent Lee Platt, math bomb yep. on the notes. Yeah. Fantastic exactly. mustache. I, that's all I gotta say. And top hat. He wears the top yep. hat top just hat. like on yeah. the bomb. It's quite it's incredible. Bowler. No, it's it's a bowler. You gotta get it right. It's not a top hat. It's a bowler. I'm never gonna get that right. I'm sorry, I, Kit Lee Platt. I'm never gonna fucking remember to say it's a bowler. It's I'm a sorry. Nothing personal. He said it. I ain't gonna he remember it. that. He said it on the show, Dale. Why were you not watching it? It's a bowler. God. Jesus. I still ain't gonna remember it. Did, did A Blinken wear a top hat or a bowler? A, did you say A Blinken or did A you say Blinken? A Blinken. That what? is maybe one of my favorite <laughs> Robin Hoods. <laughs> hey Blinken, listen, listen. My wife's not here right now, so uh, normally I don't get made fun of for the way I talk, but. Hey. <laughs> At this point, honestly, I don't even know who this comment's referring to, but it's probably all accurate. That's all of us. Cheers. I'm good with that. I like it. Yep. That was sponsors. Glenn, where you at? Glenn, Glenn, where you at? Glenn, come on. That's not Miller White. Right, guys. Because they're fucking talking shit right now. I got right, guys. Miller likes fucking shit. I will fucking smoke them fools. <laughs> I told them last week that they're going to miss the best opportunity of their life not to sponsor this show. <laughs> Did they listen? Well, I'm not worried about that. Anyway, <laughs> math bomb. Yeah, I'm Joe, does it seem like there is more people this year with higher scores on the RAS, the RAS, the relative athletic score than most other years. You know, it's a great way to 
clear that up. It's relative. So it's relative to the rest of the athletes in the class. Raz. Has there ever been three tens in one class? Do you know? Uh, no, probably not. No. I would okay. That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah, no, there, there's definitely, I think you're seeing more to answer uh, seriously because relative does mean they do. There is a relative I know. class, relative mm-hmm. history. Uh, so you will see that you go through the history of it on his website. So you can see like even a guy that may have been like a 6.5 back in 1999 is now a 7.3 based on history because guys have tested worse than what he did. Okay, you're going to have to teach me how to work that site because I was on it the other day and I was like, I know there's more data than I'm oh, getting yeah. here. So there's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I do need to know that. But yeah, I just thought, you know. There's at least three tens, right? We all know Jordan Davis being 6'6", 340. That was incredible. And then Jelani Woods, which I don't think he plays that way. And then the third one was Zion McCollum, who's a corner. So I kind of thought he could be a guy that if they don't take somebody in the first and they go like a Logan Hall, okay, how early would you take a Zion McCollum? Uh, Let me go look real fast for you. I got his numbers and stuff right here. Uh, We've got Zion. Excuse me. I've got a take grade of 74, which means it looks like a fourth round guy, kind of guy, guy maybe can develop in a number two type corner. Uh, it's a small school, so you kind of have yes. to protect a lot, right? Uh, he, he, was, got, he did play at the senior bowl, though, though right? Yeah, and he, he was all right. Uh, and he's got a twin yeah. brother, too, actually, but not a number, not a 10 out of 10. On the same team, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. McCollum's 23, also. He's turned his, his birthday should be any one of these days now. He'll be 23 years old, and that's kind of late for corner. You typically want to draft him a little bit younger than that because the peak age is 24 to like 27 at corner. So he better be right, ready to come in and play from a small school. Makes it tough. I think he goes third round. Long story short, uh, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. a guy you roll the dice on that has production and that has crazy testing ability that maybe you know puts it all together for you. Any thoughts on? Uh which I don't know if you've seen the Bengals had their local pro day. So Ruckert was still in a cast, but he had some FaceTime with Mike Brown, which I thought was smart. Like, why wouldn't you go meet, you know, meet the owner? And uh, uh, Kobe Bryant wasn't on that list, which I, once again, I'm glad Jeff you're on here while I'm asking this question, because I know that's like your best friend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I know everybody on here knows I'm a big Kobe Bryant fan and, Spells it different. Like, Spells it different, Glenn. It's C O B Y. Yeah, it's C O B Y. I screwed that up one time. I spelled it with a K, and everyone's like, "That's not the way he spells it." Like, all right, sorry. It's okay. I called Alex Pierce. Alex Pierce. So. Yeah, I, 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 I know a Bearcat fan, and I called him Alex. I'm like, I know it's Alex. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, for, uh, well, Kobe, Kobe actually won what the Thorpe Award for like yeah. best corner. Best corner. Yeah. Like yeah. he won an yeah. award, but right. That, well, that's that's the thing I keep saying. I'm like, he won the award for a reason. And the thing is, nobody ever threw on to Sauce, so everybody yeah. threw to Kobe. And I know everybody can throw in my face the American Athletic Conference, yada yada yada. I understand that, but it's, it's still he got almost ninety percent of the balls that they threw it. They threw it toward Kobe. So that's want, where I'm, I'm. Huh? I was gonna say he's 23. Also, same thing. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. Relative athletic score, 55th percentile. So you know, you definitely yeah. want someone to test a little bit better than that. Um, also ran a four five four, which is a little bit slower than what you want. And I want to say I'm right. going over right now. Uh, Kobe Bryant, fifteen penalties in his career. That's the second most of all these corners in the draft. I wow. was going one question. I was going to ask about him, and I hopefully somebody has this answer. But who are the best 
receivers that he's went up against, and, and what was the what was the production like on that? You'd have to look it up. I couldn't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have it off the top of my head either. Because I know you. You know, we played against Alabama. We played against yeah, Georgia. Uh, Georgia, but Notre Dame. <clears throat> Notre Dame. Yep. But did he go up? Did he go up against their number ones? Because I know no, somebody was talking. Uh, somebody was talking though, because they were they were saying um, some teams would say, "Okay, we're going to put Sauce Gardner. We're going to put a, a a scrub on him and put our best guy over on Kobe's side because we know not the ninety percent of the time. That's what they. That's what they did. I mean, yeah. uh, honestly, that's, that's what they did. Now, I, I can ask you guys. I want to ask you guys this question real quick. This is what's been bugging me since the uh, the playoff game with the Bearcats. Did, you, did everybody watch? Everybody watch college football playoffs? They all, everybody watch it here. All right. No. Well, I I watched enough until I knew that that what the outcome was going to be. Outcome was. So I have a yeah. question. All right. Wait. 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 Alabama just ran the ball down UC's throat, mm-hmm. and you have arguably the two best corners, in my opinion, in college football. Why the hell wouldn't you stack the box? And make them throw it, because because that's what I, I was screaming at the TV about that. Like you got Sauce Gardner who could be a top five cornerback. You got Kobe who's going to get drafted as well, no matter yeah. second round, third round, fourth, whatever. He's still going to get drafted in the NFL. You got two <clears> NFL <throat> cornerbacks. Why wouldn't you stack the box and make them throw it? I mean, I know this is we're doing NFL draft here, but this is just something that's bugged me since then. Bengals cap's got a fire going. <laughs> he does. He looks he's like he, he does. Yeah. And his face looks so pretty with the glow from the fire. It does. I mean, just to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> just just got a brand new fire pit. So I, I was I was running around trying to turn it on for the first time. I was going to say, is it propane or or is it the propane? The, okay, I yep. keep trying to talk my wife into getting the propane one, but she for some reason she's like, "And eh, but the kids." I'm like, "We have a gas grill. What's the difference between a gas grill and a and a propane or a yep. propane grill and a propane?" Fireplace. I, yep. I really don't. I got a propane. Don't understand it. I have a propane one. My kids don't go near it. They, it's just you can feel the heat. They just don't want to be near it. Yeah. My kids yeah. turned my gas grill on last year, and I didn't notice, right? Because they're out there playing. They're Ooh, nice, looking, you know. And then, like, I'm like, what? The I mean, that's a whole bro? love making mood, Cap. Oh, look at that! I can hear it mood. now. Brown, Got to break out the. Got to break out the slow, deep, and hard. He's, he's got his feet up on the edge of that propane fucking fireplace taking photos right now. <laughs> oh, he's going to make so much money tonight. Yeah. There's a little fire in the background. The toes are warm. His only, oh, his only Nan's account is going nuts right now. <laughs> oh, God. Roasted marshmallows. Hashtag. With his toes. He's got five going, four going on right now. The sticks are between his big toe. Yeah, he's got the sticks between his toes. I hope nobody saw that. Is the best mid-round corner prospect Alante Taylor? That's a question. Did you hear that one? Yeah, I'm looking to see what my rankings are. Yeah, maybe, I guess. Uh, I would say, what's mid-round? Third and fourth round? Yeah, maybe it's Alante Taylor. That's a good... uh, you know, the Bengals don't need a slot guy, but Marcus Jones out of Houston is really good. Hey, I told you that's my guy, and I, I know. that was before you ever, like, really got into the process. So I did yeah. want to ask you that, like, what you ever thought of him. Or he's how a early. slot guy through and through, but he's a great return man. He's a playmaker, yeah. and, I mean, it's just 
they don't need a slot guy, so it kind of makes it tough. He'd have to be the second corner they take. Yeah, I don't think you could take him in the second, and I'm not sure he'll be right. there any later in that. Like, I don't think he'll be at the end of the third. Right. Okay. But if he is, that's about the earliest, I think, where he fits to take him. Speaking of my guy, I want to know, so for everyone that probably already knows, I put out a a what would you do, and I, I was talking about a couple of players. One of the players was uh, the Weidermeyer, the tight end, and literally, oh, I, to, I just want to say this. Listen, <laughs> listen, 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 it. Listen, Linda. But why are you bringing up stupid shit? <laughs> right after we was talking about that, I was listening to the, the CBS uh, podcast. I think it might have been the Pick 6 podcast. I can't remember which one it was. But they had Emory Hunt on, which I am – I love Emory Hunt. I love his content. I love – you know, he does a lot of stuff for yeah. for the NFL. And he, I think he, he talks about like a thousand prospects. But one of his my guys was, was Jalen Weidermeyer. So let's get into this. Joe Goodberry. There's nothing to the, get into. He's off what, the board. What what is your thoughts about him? He just said he's off the board. <laughs> he actually if you just like before everything, all the testing this year, if people don't don't know he's a highly productive Young, mm-hmm. he's one of the only young tight ends in this class. It's an old ass tight end class. Actually, I like, scroll over real quick. He's twenty one point four years old. There's no one else even in the twenty one year range. Everyone else. Hey, how old? How old is uh? Right. Twenty four. Hey, Joe. Joe, real quick. How old is, is uh Rucker out of Ohio State? How old is he? Uh, he's twenty one. Thanks a lot. Twenty one point seven. He's young. But anyway, point is, so he shows up to the combine, and, or I mean, doesn't work at the combine. At, at his pro day, he runs at five zero seven forty. The slowest tight end one in the NFL is a four seven six Zach Ertz. You cannot be a productive tight end number one running slower than four seven five is the benchmark. It's like surprisingly one of the most athletic, heavy. You need to be an athlete at tight end, or you will not work as a as a number one type tight end. So when he ran that, teams are just like, all right. Man. Well, it's not That's like what? he's an elite blocker either. No, so he's like not. to compare him to an O lineman, you know, like you're running an O lineman time. Yeah. But you you can't block like one, you know, so there's not I even any like, potential to like move him and his frame's not that and uh, nothing. Maybe maybe I should have rephrased the question. My my que- my question was what is it about this guy that like why did he test so bad and and why is he still one of of Emory Hunt's guys which I mean Emory Hunt is I like I said I value his opinion on players. So I just I want to know where where am I finding the, I guess, what what about this guy does Emory Hunt love? He's got great hands, and he's extremely productive. I mean, he looked on tape. I thought people were going to look at him as like a fourth-round guy, you know, that could maybe have the upside. Didn't he have uh, a lot of drops this year, though? Like, I thought uh, that was like – I big... do have his drop rate, actually. Yes, what, real quick. Yep, drop rate for him is 9.2% in his career. That's – below average but it's not it's not terrible um if you're before you ask ice nan jeremy rucker 3.6 percent one of the best in the league drop rate mm-hmm. uh, oh but yeah i think just oh you're adding the guy for ice man's <laughs> three rounds <laughs> you know what um you know who i would compare Wardemar to is like paul dawson where people still love paul dawson on tape but he showed up to the combine and absolutely imploded 
to the point where it's like he shouldn't have been drafted even in the third It's round. a Paul Dawson, Vontez, Burfecht combo. Vontez <laughs> tested himself out of being drafted. Yeah. Like, and he then, like a, I think but it's answer. like Paul still went third round, so I feel like it's a combo. Who knows? He has the potential to maybe carve out a career for himself, but at the same point in time, I could easily see that guy. But it's why they get undrafted. It's because the, yes. the, the chances of him hitting now are like one percent. So like yes. you just can't do it. Yeah, you can't take him second round like you predicted the other day, Derek. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what the fuck was I thinking? I anyway, <laughs> I was just trying to give like okay. So in my defense, I will say I pulled up the first NFL top one hundred uh, prospect list that I found, and it just happened to be. NFL.com. So I'm like, okay, this this one should be all right, right? And then I'm looking at all these players. And I'm like, man, they got these guys rated where they. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I I I literally just went guy after guy after guy. And I'm like, that's yeah, usually what you do most weekends. Oh, God. <laughs> oh! Oh! But yeah, it was it was. I don't know. I, I like the guy. He likes a guy. He likes a guy. I like Widermeyer. And then he went guy after guy after guy. <laughs> hey, Dale. Dale, like... take me off a second. I'll, I'll jump on my computer. Are you going to yeah, pee I'm again? Gonna... Are you pooping? No, I'm going. Are you pooping? No. I want to go on my computer. He's holding that toilet real tight right now. <laughs> Shooting out of all holes. He's going number three. But, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> when we're talking about tight ends, I'm stealing what, that one. Yeah, we are. What do you guys think um, as far as tight ends go? Who who is your favorite prospect in the? I'll put it like this: in the let's go third round because I don't I really don't think they'll pick a guy in the second round I what you got tight ends also, are all what, over what, the board man I'm sure Joe would agree with me McBride's probably going before we want to pick one so let's yeah. look at the consensus board like Arif Hassan on the athletic does a consensus board takes in every one yeah. of those 60 something boards puts it together Trey McBride is sitting at 43 chances are that means he might be gone at 53 right if he goes in those in that range uh mm-hmm. let's go 10 picks plus and five. joe and i agreed like that's probably his range honestly because right. someone's gonna take a tight end somewhere yeah. yeah so let's say he's not there 68 is the next guy greg dolchich uh mm-hmm. ucla i do think that could happen maybe at 53 i think it's best if that's they your second longer. round yeah but i think that could happen if they wanted to, mm-hmm. to really address tight end at that spot probably the best most athletic, best after the catch receiver type tight end in this class. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, they could go that range in there. Jeremy Rucker is the next on the consensus board at 76. So, does he make it to third round uh, for the Bengals? If he does, game? I honestly think that's the best fit with value. Yeah. yeah. Next after that is 89, Isaiah Likely out of Coastal Carolina. Again, that's right before the Bengals pick. That's in that range for third round. And then there's a bunch of guys in the hundreds that would be fourth round picks from Charlie Kohler, Jake Ferguson, Cole Turner, Kate Otten, Daniel Bellinger. I mean, Jelani Woods is the other one, right? Yeah. Which everybody, it seems like everybody loves Jelani Woods, but um, actually, I, I, wanted, I wanted to ask Glenn real quick. 
Dawson Knox, one guy that I loved coming out of the draft. If if you had to look at, at some of these Why don't you coming, fucking marry him? You brought him up last time we had him on. I know, but listen. I, was, <laughs> I listened to a draft prospect profile talking about this guy, and I'm like, man, the Bengals need to draft this guy, and then we, we take Drew Sample. But, but whatever. Dawson Knox is a guy that – what. As far as all these prospects go, what what would your comparison be for for a Dawson Knox like prospect? Well, is somebody coming out this year that would be like who is like 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 Dawson, Dawson Knox? Knox? I'll give yeah. you who, who the prospect is. Uh, Dawson Knox, um, he's he is kind of athletic. Um, he's so Dawson Knox over the last three years yeah. has done things to elevate himself. So from the day he was picked, he was a third rounder. He was a third rounder you were expecting to be a third rounder. He he had some, some athletic ability. He had these sort of potentials. He, he, he was raw. He was sure. raw. Yeah. And he, over the last few years, he worked. He, he took ballet. He did he things did. to work with his hands. He did mm-hmm. things to work with his coordination. And so he sort of developed. Um even more so than just the normal sort of team reps and things like that. So somebody coming out this year who would be particularly raw, but would have the ethic or the, the drive to elevate himself. So to not let his ceiling sort of uh, collapse him, but use it to his advantage. Who so, would be somebody in that capacity? You know who it is. And it, it, it's going to be uh, Iceman's guy, obviously, because when you looked at, Dawson Knox, remember, they had three receivers on that team. They had um, DK Metcalf, A.J. Brown, and then, oh, I can't remember the other guy. He went in like the sixth or seventh round, maybe even undrafted, but he didn't make it in the NFL. But just having DK Metcalf and A.J. Brown on that roster, you, you, that's why Dawson Knox wasn't getting the, the pass yeah. that old miss. So he was used as a blocker, rarely as a receiver. Um, mm-hmm. He looked athletic. He looked like he could block enough. He looked like he had good enough hands when they used him, but he didn't have the production didn't have a lengthy resume of tape. I think that's Jeremy Ruckert, man, in round three. But Ruckert didn't get yeah. the test. I think if Ruckert was healthy yeah. and was able to test, I think people would have been like, all right, he's an above-average athlete. We can take him in round two or round three. And that would be the mm-hmm. guy that, like, didn't have the production. We don't have that with Ruckert. We, he had, like, two balls thrown to him over 20 yards all year. It's like, you don't <laughs> even – I don't know that he can track that deep ball. I assume he can, yeah. but we just don't know, and that's part of the projection. Yeah. But could he work on yeah. – Oh, he seems like that kind. Dawson Knox coming out, too, didn't have a 40 time. So you don't know if he was fast or slow. He was athletic. He was athletic. Mm -hmm. His first year coming out, they they played the Bengals. He had this crazy smashing run against Cincinnati where he smashed two guys. Jesse Bates got stiff armed into hell. Yeah. (laughs) Derek knows a lot about smashing two guys in one night. (laughs) (laughs) This is the fun we have at 158. We just make fun of Derek all the time. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, oh, you just, man. You just sort of get that, right? You get this sort of, right. I don't know, there's these things they start flashing. Like Brandon Bean has done a good job, including Josh Allen, of getting guys that are going to show some, you know, they've, they've already got this athletic ability, but they have maybe this potential the to develop. Right, because they bring them into the culture that's going to work. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you, you know, you're putting them in, and you're giving them this pace, and they're doing this, and they're developing, which is what you want. Sometimes, you know, you definitely want this guy 
that can come in start day one and you want them to to break the mold you want them to to get on scene and um, mm-hmm. hit the ground running hit the ground running sometimes they don't right and you really got to give them that time to develop but now NFL doesn't really sort of you know you're you're, you're ready for them to come in right now especially mm-hmm. these, these bigger uh, draft picks these earlier rounds first second things like that but no doubt. That's what yeah. Linderbaum's going to do when, when he uh, comes to uh, Cincinnati. going to just dominate. All right, Jeff, how sad are you going to be if they don't take him? If he's there and they just Look, look I, I'll, I'll put it this way. I, I will be – look, if it's Booth, like if they take – say they take Booth instead of him, if, he's, if they're both there, I'll be upset, but I'll understand. I mean, because technically you need a cornerback. I mean, if you don't want to rely on Eli Apple. I just am big on – trying to completely protect Joe Burrow, jackpot Joe Burrow, because he, we, yeah. we already saw what happens, you know, when he doesn't have a line. If he's got an an, an elite line, which, I mean, Joe, you're, you're a big Linderbaum fan yourself. I mean, you came on my show to talk about how good he is. They're and he sold me even more. If they pass him. Right, yeah. So, so I mean, that, that's where I'm like, if you can get him there and you put Karras at guard and you have five elite guys there, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm sold on that, but. I totally understand the thing of trying to get a, a corner. I do. I mean, I, I, so I'll be upset, but I'm not going to be as upset as, you know, people think I will be. Because I, I just want – because I said this on my show Friday or third. I don't remember. I do so many shows. I can't remember what day it was. But I'm like, the Bengals are going to draft in every round. They can draft best player available. That's the point that they're at right now. It doesn't matter what position it is. You have your board, board and you go, you know, top one, two, three, four, whatever it is. And that round pops up, and that guy's there. You can draft him. That's what the Bengals can do this year. And I, that's probably what they're going to do, no matter what we all say. Hey, yeah. to be fair, before we get off here, are you sure you don't want to take your headphones and go take a shift? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm the uh, honor of being the first guy to take a piss and then also take a shit live on air. On the yep, I'm good. Okay. Good enough. Be, okay. Before we hop off here, real quick, I do want to ask one question. I just got on. Why we have um, now? Yeah, I know. <laughs> with with been the on for two hours. With, I forgot. Exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> with we always talk about following the money or following the snaps and stuff like that. We're talking about the Bengals. There's 700 defensive tackle snaps that we've got to replace. Now, obviously, BJ Hill probably going to take that 700. So you replace the 700 with the the 500 snaps that BJ Hill played last year so there's 500 snaps that that we need to replace for bj hill do you think that there is more of a need for a defensive tackle than there is for a cornerback because technically speaking there is no snaps that need to be replaced for cornerback as as opposed to defensive tackle yeah you can look at it that way for sure i think uh I mean, we've known how many years have we looked and you're, you get to the fourth or fifth corner every year. Right. I mean, like mm-hmm. Eli was the fourth corner last year. Right. So yeah. And they ended up being starting basically the whole season. Um, so you just gotta be, yeah, that I, you could say if they had the lineup today, I would argue they don't have that five tech on the roster that can play in their base defense with Eli yeah. Apple can go and line up today, but your holes today. And that's the thing about drafting. Everyone looks at the holes. They need to fill this, fill that. Your holes today will not be your holes September 1st. They will not be your holes December 31st. They will not be your holes in the final game you play of the year. They will not be your holes again next year. Mm-hmm. It changes so quickly 
that you just kind of you have some guys in positions you want to get to, but you just got to draft the best players you possibly can. I was just going to say my holes will still be the yeah. same next year as they were this year because I'm not Derek. <laughs> just might be a little wider, right? Right. right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, Anybody want to promote anything? Oh, God. Yeah. Me neither. All right. All right, boys. Peace out. Good to see everybody again. Hey, this has been the Bengals and Bruce podcast. Thanks to everyone for joining in. We will do the the giveaway here next week whenever the Bengals have the first when the, when the Bengals have their first round pick. It sounds like we only yeah, have like yeah. three or four people, so we'll oh, figure it out oh. a way to do the make it rain, the, baby. Um, make it rain. The Matty Meyer Bengals work it. Yeah, there you Jeff go, baby. Come on. Come on now. Hey, look at that. We're gonna have to get the, the WAP song going on here. But hey. <laughs>